Warning, what you're about to hear was intended to make you laugh a lot. If you listen to the show and feel inspired, then that's awesome. But if you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the ghetto. All right, welcome to the Get Up. I'm your host, JP. Today with me is Jeremy Jelly Fields. Jeremy, what do you do, man? Sir. Hello, sir. Hello. Local artist. Local artist. Local artist. Rap, hardcore. We get into shit. All right, all right. Get into some shit. So, where'd the jelly come from? Because <laughs> I see that. I'm shit. telling you right now. All right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, where'd it come from? All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Hard hitting questions. The band, yeah, right? Let's, let's dive right in. Oh, man, he's got a guest and she's dying over there. Yeah, so, um, when I. All right, I got in the, the band Self Infliction. And oh, okay. uh, I got in with them. We're still together with the SFC and all that stuff. We'll get into all that. But um, the guitarist is actually my cousin. Okay. So when I was about 12, he used to call me Jelly Jerome, just as a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to, like, make fun of me and shit. And I wasn't even chubby. Like, you know what I mean? I got the dad bod now, but I'm allowed right. to. Yeah, right. I was, like, fucking 12, yeah. you know? But uh, he started calling me. So I get into self-infliction. And uh, we were at a studio one time, and we started having some drinks and shit, you know, getting loose at the studio. And he turns around, and he goes, do you remember when I called you Jelly Jerome? And I go, yeah, thanks for bringing that back up, you fuck, you know? <laughs> and uh, so we went over that for a minute, and by the time he got hammered, it just dropped to Jelly. Right. Like, he was too drunk to even finish the <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> so we ended up doing a show at Harpo's, and... Thank God it was sold out for everybody else to hear. But he started talking shit about, hey, Jelly. And it just fucking it just stuck. stuck. <laughs> and from there on out, that's it. So now, I, it's, now it's like, damn, I couldn't escape it. Might as well embrace right, it. Yeah. It, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it fucking, it did. It totally fucking stuck, dude. And I've never been a fan of it. But then it grew on me. You know what I mean? Like, right. now yeah. I, got, I got more people that call me that than my real name. So damn. It's like, whatever. So what got you into music? So. My history with Jeremy is like middle school, a little yeah, bit of high we go, school. We go back a little bit. So, what what led you into music? Like, when did that start happening? Um, when I when because I left our high school also. Okay. Around like eleventh grade. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went to uh, Rochester Ace. Um, okay. And there was a, a teacher there by the name of Don Latz, and it's actually you remember uh, Brenton Dort? Yeah. It's yeah. actually his cousin. Okay. Little, you know, older cousin. She got me into writing poetry. Really? And I kind of grabbed onto it pretty quick where we would do, she would set me up with like writing these little poems and you, you know, yeah, like 45 minutes to write them yeah. and I'm done in like five minutes. Like everybody else would write like a poem and I got like a book. You know what I mean? And so I just kind of started doing that and I, I really dug it and I got into it and I kept doing it and, um. I started getting into like, I've always been a fan of music. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. You always got that, yeah. you know. But uh, 
I don't know, I started going to Detroit, and I, I watched a few people do, like, freestyle battles and shit. All right. And as I would watch certain people do it, I just knew that I could do that. You know what I mean? Because right. in my head, I'm already thinking of shit. You know what I right. mean? Like, oh, yeah. So I got into it in an alley one time behind St. Andrews with a couple of guys. <laughs> and my cousin was like, let's, uh, let's sign you up and see what you can do. And I was like, you're out of your fucking tree. Like, I'm not doing that, dude. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking way. And then I did, and I fucking and you did it, and, and I won. Loved it. And it was it was there from out. Really? Yeah. So it just just like that, huh? Yeah. I mean, it was, and, you, yeah. and you never made that like connection or, or thought about no, that? No, I never. No, I never did, man. Because you know, like, well, you knew me in school. Like, I was kind of a goofy. Yeah, fuck. you were goofy. Yeah, for I, sure. I was. I was a shit talker. And yep. <laughs> but I was never one for like a glutton for like over attentive. You right. Know what I mean, like, I was. I didn't want to be like the class clown. Right. But in our circle of friends or people yeah. that knew me, like I, you know, I had a sense of humor for sure. So to get into that, like public speaking, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I think a lot of people. Yeah, feel I'm that not going to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> but when it comes to music, like as like as a front man, like being a vocalist for self infliction and stuff like that, like that, uh, like to stand still and talk to somebody, it shows that you're nervous. You know what I mean? You could see the sweat beads. Oh, yeah. You, your palms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you look like you just got out of the shower in five minutes. But when it comes to music, you're allowed to bounce around. Around and move. Yeah, you know what I mean? So your your nervousness and your adrenaline, you, you have different outputs for it. You know what I mean? And the first show I ever did with self-infliction was about 1,200 people. And I threw up twice before we went out. All right. The show went great. <laughs> I walked off stage and puked again. <laughs> like, Isn't that crazy? Like that that nervousness can do that to you. Oh my god, it was fucking sick. I couldn't. I didn't realize how nervous I was until we got off the stage. Right, because we were co-headlining something. If I, I don't. Remember well, because it's almost like you just have to like fuck. I gotta go out here and do this, and, and yeah. like. You get lost in that moment for sure. Well, I mean, I've never uh, played to like a large crowd, but like super huge. uh, My cousin Jason um, was a drummer for the band 20 Dead Flower Children. And they toured with ICP, um, Orgy. You know, there's a list. But when I first got into music, he had told me the one thing that always stuck with me. People know you're nervous if you look nervous. For sure. So fucking play it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, exactly. So I threw up twice. We go on stage, and I've I've never really looked at 1,200 people in a room until you're... Until you're there. Until you're eight feet higher than 1,200 (laughs) people in the room. So I, uh, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I here? You know what I mean? Right. And then my drummer starts doing shit, and I'm like, I guess we're doing it. So we did, and the show actually did, it It went really well, thank God. And we got off, and he looks at me, and he was like, bro, I went great. And he goes to high-five me, and I was like, fuck you. And I turned around his fucking puke. <laughs> That's nuts. So where did the self-infliction come from? Like, where did that, um, how did that start? The band actually started in Mayo up north. Okay. Um, I just with, was up in Mayo. Yeah, with uh, Brian right away and um, AJ Green, Meat Ducks. That's my cousin. Okay. And, uh. They put this little project together, and their first album did decent, you know, with local and right. all that. And then um, from, uh, I don't want to misquote anything, but 
Red got into like working with Harpo's and, and stuff like that, so he got into booking okay. and all that. So that gave him a little leg in the door, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which got us to do shows with Mushroom Head and I mean like Harpo's was a good scene for a oh, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. I haven't Well, you know, when recently we... I don't know what's going on over there, but they were like the epicenter for a lot of yeah. A lot of stuff. Oh, for sure. Well, it's been around since like the fucking yeah. 60s or something. Yep. I mean, hell, the fucking disco floor still works, dude. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And on the right show, they'll light oh. that fucker up like a candle. That's awesome, yeah. actually. No, it's pretty slick. <laughs> but, uh, but what they, uh, what Red got into with the whole booking thing and all that really put our foot in the door for a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And we became friends with like Boba Flex and Mushroom Head and Esham and you know what I mean? So we were able to. With bringing me in, it gave them that kind of a rapper edge. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I can scream a little bit and we do the rap stuff. So it put us on for being able to literally go from a Mushroom Head show to Isham. You know what I mean? So there was, we were doing a little bit of everything. And then we did some shit with like Dayton Family. Okay. Yeah. Um, Avenged Sevenfold before they knocked really? one out of the park. Um, Kitty. Yeah, there's a there's a laundry list of people that we were. See, that's so crazy, you know. Especially like that's what amazed me, right? When I seen that you were like, oh, working on music, and I'm like, what? Jeremy Fields doing music? You know. So then, like, I started looking and seeing all this stuff, and I was like, damn. And like, just goes to show, like, you never know where you're going in life, or like the people that you do know, or you've met, or you know, like what they've gone off and done. So that's crazy. So you do the the self infliction thing and end up being front man. Well, not necessarily just the, the front vocalist. Man, well, I'm a, yeah, I'm a second. Red, Brian Redaway is, he's the, the brains behind the whole okay. operation when it comes to it. Um, and then we're working on right now, well, Self-Infliction itself is working on a trilogy album. So there's going to be a really, like, just hardcore album, and then there's going to be kind of that rap rock metal album, and then there's going to be, like, a cover album, okay. so to speak. You've heard this before, haven't you? She's, she's heard the speech, yeah. <laughs> She's doing hand she's, motions she's and everything. She's been in the she's room the for same, some talks. Yeah. The same thing. So uh, hilarious. Yeah, right. But no, so we're gonna we're working on that, and <laughs> and then I was me and uh, Mike McLean, rest in peace. We uh, we were getting ready to do another Social Void album, and he was gonna be a big part of my mixtape. So what was Social Void? Which that's that's a funny talk too. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, right. How much time you got, bro? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. I've had some go like two and a half hours. Jesus, yeah. Buckle just depending up. On, on the conversation. Buckle up, bitches. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Mitchie Mitch. Yeah, rest okay. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, he had, we did, fuck, I don't want to say anything wrong. All right. I was, dude, you know what's Dates crazy? are going to get fucked. And I'm I was trying to, to look up shit for yeah. Mitchie Mitch. And there's like almost nothing. There's two YouTube videos right. in his MySpace, but the MySpace won't play any of the songs. Right. And ironically, everybody knew him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was, that's crazy. I had a buddy one time, he told me, he's like, dude, you're the most known, unknown motherfucker I've ever met in my life. And, and at the point that I met, it was funny because one of the music videos that's on YouTube is before he was all tatted up. Yeah. And so, like, it's crazy to see, right? Because, yeah. like, dude, he was when I met him, covered. he was covered <laughs> head to toe. In all these tattoos, and was the most like thugged out white guy you've ever yeah. seen. Well, but then he talked so proper, yeah. Like, oh yeah, nice to meet Dude, you. He loved hunting. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like such a contradiction of worlds. But then he just floated there in between he it all. He was and, like, the classic 
don't judge a book by its for cover. A for sure. Yeah. And I mean, uh, shit. Well, what happened? It was before he died, but it was some at a, a bar. Someone pulled a shotgun or something. He like wrestled the shotgun from the guy. Yeah, like yeah, it was some, some, yeah. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, someone thought that something got stolen from them and if, saw if it in someone's pulls car. A gun out and and the he guy went home the and he gun, came back with a shotgun. And apparently, the story that I had heard allegedly all this happened. Mitch took the shotgun from him. <laughs> so like it was just crazy. And then and then to find out oh. like because him and I had talked when he was I was doing the DJing these shows and he was performing it some of them he was talking about getting something going and wanting me to dj for him yeah. and then literally like a month or two later he dies yeah and in between that he was starting up his label um i know before we went live we were talking and yeah. uh he he had a guy that was gonna back up some money and he had uh he had a real good hookup with some stuff and he come over with a bunch of paperwork with me and some beats and was like you know i want to get this laid out and i want to do it like you know and i was like all right you know yeah whatever, he man. he definitely seemed like the businessman like, about had, the business dude, he definitely had a business mentality to him for sure you know what i mean and uh he kept talking about this fucking grimy prick mike mclean <laughs> and he was like dude i want us three to do something together and i was like yeah just let me know like whenever you're ready and then he left my house and a week later he got in a car accident yeah it's crazy and it, it was it was just like this oh Heard that he was in a car with his uncle and yeah. got in an accident. It, it, that's it's so nuts how I don't, fast I don't, all that yeah, stuff can be. Over. I don't know exactly the details of the accident itself, but I don't think anything crazy was involved. Right. It was just a freak accident. Just something happened. Yeah, it was nuts, and yeah. especially because like someone that seemed like they were about it, he was grinding a bunch. You know, there's I and even when I was DJing, there was plenty of people that they were okay with here success. They yeah, were they Mitch, were okay with just being known on the local level Mitch and not going not for something more. That. No, no. Yeah. The dude's touring the Philippines. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Out there grinding I, dude, those I international he, sales. Dude, he called me and he's like, Hey, you wanna go on tour? And I was like, Yeah, where where are we going? He goes, The Philippines. <laughs> I go, I can't go to the fucking Philippines yeah, right, right now. I go, I thought you meant, like, that, that's funny, the right? East Coast or yeah. something. Drop everything. Let's yeah. go to the Philippines. The other East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I got get, there's, I can't do that, dude. But he did. He took off, and he went and did it. That's awesome. And, uh, hell, he got married. His yeah, wife was crazy. from the Philippines. Yeah, so he would... Man, he was such a cool cat. And then when he passed, I went... Obviously, I was at the funeral. And uh, Mike walked right up to me, and he goes, are you, are you jelly? And I go, yeah. And he goes, we need to fucking talk. I was like, all right. I guess. Right. Here we go. And I meant, I thought he meant like we're going to have a con. No, he took me out of the fucking funeral. We go out to his car. He pops the truck. He's got like two fifths. And he's like, let's have a chit chat. <laughs> like, all right. All right. Fuck. Here we go. So we end up getting shit faced at Mitchie's funeral. And uh, he goes, I want to I do a track for Mitch, which we never did. But we wrote... It started with that, that the intention, first thing, huh? Yeah. And it led we into something else. Well, we went in, we were going over these beats, and uh, the first one was IC. And we just kind of started... I started freestyling to it a little bit, just dicking around. And he was like, let's just go with that. And then before I knew it, we did three or four tracks in a matter of like four or five hours. Like, we were just... We were going. You know what I mean? Right. And then like a week later, I met back up with him... And we went back to the studio, and he was like, let's do one or two tracks. And we ended up doing, like, two or three more. Like, it just kept, like, that album went together so fucking smooth, it was ridiculous. 
You just, know what I mean? Just like, happened. It just happened. Yeah. And I remember, ironically, Mike was known to get a little eccentric, to say the least. <laughs> so we're in the middle of two songs, and I said something that pissed him off. And he grabbed me by my neck, and he puts me up against the fucking wall. And I, I go, listen, you fat fuck, you got a better chance curing cancer than you do with my ass. <laughs> and he let me go, and he's like, I love you, bro, I'm sorry. And then we just went back to recording. Like, we never even talked about it again. And then a week ago, we were sitting at my house, and he goes, you remember when you told me I had a better chance curing cancer? I go, I do remember that. He's like, I've never forgot that. He goes, that's a dick thing to say to somebody. <laughs> so to play some of some of Mike's music, yeah. any any good thing to bring up? Any any specific song um, anywhere we can look? You can go on YouTube. I know. Uh, this is what I found in Mitch live. Yeah. I found this one. Hoodie. Yeah. I mean, so now right. he's covered in tats. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's hyping him up on this. Yeah, he's off to the left. Yeah. This was, uh, if I remember right, this was, there was a reason they did this show. Because it was at like a, a private club or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mitch was, you see how his hat is? Yeah. Tilt? That was his thing. His thing, the, 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 the bill of the hat bent yeah. up. I was, I asked, I go in there, I go, what the fuck is that all about? He goes, I'm a trendsetter, motherfucker. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Now they're, I can't believe they're both gone, dude. It's insane to me. Well, when you posted on Facebook yeah. about Mike, I'm like, I know that guy. Because his name, you know, whatever his last name is, that's what starts with an L, like, that was the name that showed up when you tagged him. Well, Luber's is... And, right. And so then I'm yeah. looking, and I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere. So yeah. then when I clicked McClane. on his, and it's like other known as Mike McClain, and yeah. I was like, oh, shit, now I know who that that's guy that, is. That's right. that fucking guy. <laughs> so Mitch is taking pictures of people taking pictures of him. He had a lot of energy, too. Dude, he was, he had a lot of energy. Dude, live, Mitch was one of the coolest dudes to watch live. There's a thing, like, all right, being an artist, to me, you got to be able to perform. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, when I go on stage, I'm not even the same guy anymore. You know what I mean? I got either my face painted. I got the masks that I wear. Right. I saw that. The, the I masks. throw shit. Like, it gets weird. Does it get annoying wearing those masks? Sometimes. Because you're club, sweating and shit. Dude, come on, man. Listen to me. If the club's really hot. Well, the worst it thing is. build up condensation. The I would worst thing is, is when you wear us. the fucking makeup. Now, I remember talking to uh, Shaggy Two Dope one time. Because his makeup's way, oh, yeah, way cooler than mine. That makeup's got to be crazy, too. Yeah, his makeup's way cooler than mine. But when they first started, he remembers, like, when you start to sweat, dude, that shit starts to drip into your eye, and it's not fun anymore. You know what I mean? Because now, now you're batting your eye off. You know what I mean? You got... By the end of the show, you look like you got in a fucking fight. You know what I mean? Like... You got black eyes, you got shit dripping, you know what I mean? Your nose is running. It's a catastrophe. Oh, I bet. I mean, I, I've I've always, like, Slipknot. Like, what the fuck? How yeah. are you performing those things? I can barely be in one of those for Halloween, and then you're going to oh, wear dude, some crazy do those shows, yeah, those, Some of those masks that I wear are like, I'm telling you, you get 40, like a 45-minute set or something, I am done. 
You know what I mean? Like, I take that thing off, and it it needs to be washed heavily. Sorry, I'm no, tired. you're no. I was slid a piece of paper. Uh, this one right here. Yeah, this is uh, Mikey Mike. He did this remix. A lot of the video was done. Um, the Halo, remember the Hayloft? Yeah. Oh, the fucking Hayloft. Are you all the live me? shit, all the, <laughs> the live hayloft. shit you see in this video is from the Hayloft. Uh, That's when, hilarious. When we did a show, me and Mike with. Uh, Hell, who was it? I'm trying to... Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> okay. We opened up for the Yin Yang Twins and Motown Rage and... You know, shout All out right. to Motown Rage, Psychopathic. But he he did this awesomely low-budget video. What he did... <laughs> what, dude, he recorded <laughs> most of this Hayloft, himself. He got it in the... Bam! Oh, my God. Shout what out to Critical Bill, place? bro. Shout out to Critical It, like, changed Bill. for a little while, then it came back as the Hayloft, and I don't know if it's even open anymore or nothing yeah and then there's candy man shout out to candy man fatal voice yeah that's that's cool it's funny to go back and look at all this now you know what i mean like oh yeah but mike with mike the, his lyrics did he was his heart was in everything you know what i mean like i would freestyle some weird shit and he'd just look at me like, dude, I ain't going that way, bruh. <laughs> Yo, he's got that grimy-ass voice. Yeah. His voice is very distinctive. Yeah, he was a he was an interesting guy the, the times that I did shows yeah. with him. Yo, I mean, it sure. wasn't someone that I was, like, super close with, you know, or, like, talked yeah. to a bunch of times, but just the shows that we did, yeah. Seemed pretty yeah. sure. I seen him get pretty drunk one time <laughs> dude <laughs> i'm telling you right now we would go to the studio like i'm like dog you can't even walk but he yeah, would get into the booth he, he was probably close to that dude he, he was then you get in the booth oh here's what we're doing you ready and it's like what the fuck just happened he goes in the booth dude he just he's he's not the same person when he goes in there and I remember when we recorded when we recorded IC because that was the first track we ever did together. I record, you know, we go back and forth, whatever. But he comes out of the booth, fucking sweating, like when he spits, that he's in. He's in there, huh? He's in it to win it, dude. And I'm like, am I not intense enough? You know what I mean? You like, start to question yeah, yourself. I'm like, like, am I doing this? This right? ain't my first rodeo, but I feel like I need to get back on the horse. Like, <laughs> uh, you. You came out of this thing like it was a fucking boxing match, you know? And here I am just kind of talking yeah. shit, you know? But we played off each other really well, you know what I mean? And, like, same thing with, like, self-infliction. When I do stuff with, with Brian, you know, we go back and forth, and sometimes people can't tell who's singing. Right. But we play off each other so well, we, like... We do practices and shit, and we barely go over our own shit. We'll do a karaoke set and do some other people's shit. Just to get our voices, right. in, you know what I mean? Just kind of warm and up. And then, then we'll do a show, and it's like, we don't... It's... I don't know, when you have something like that, you want to try and keep it. Right. You know what I mean? So, well, because I, I think that's always been entertaining. I mean, that's when you see, like... Uh, it's effortless. 
that, and the, but yeah. that that play off of each other, like yeah. Beastie Boys or like Outkast would do it, like uh, yeah. even Dre and, and Eminem in a couple songs do yeah. that, where it just transitions, like it's just I'm picking you know, up right where you left off, you, and I'm gonna go here, then you're gonna pick it up in that. It's funny you say that because I had we got compared to Outkast before, not as similar music style, but the fact that. Andre and Big Boy are so different. They are, yeah. You know what I mean? And me and Mike, our voices are so different. But when I start to scream stuff, it almost has Mike's little grimy tone to it. He does it without any effort. Dude, I'll tell you what, your voice is a lot more hoarse than I remember. Dude, because I've spent a lot of time yelling. Yelling. A lot of time screaming. Yelling at music, yelling at work. And then I became a dad. Yeah. And I was married. So I got yelled at, then I was yelling. Yeah. Oh, Shit, yeah. yeah. So I if that. I wasn't in the studio yelling at microphones, I was yelling at children. I spent a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> Anywhere, where can we look for uh, any of your stuff? Uh, you can go on. So you can look real up quick, just to poke fun, this is how old Jeremy is. Well, I, I am too. Ready? Jeremy brought over a CD. That has nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just... <laughs> Matter of fact... Shout out to my girl, My Soul. She's the one that put that together. I don't even have any of my own shit. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, if we're going to poke fun at people, 20 Dead Flower Children, fuck you guys. <laughs> None of those dudes have any of their own shit. I called my cousin Jason one day because their second album, Candy, Coy Dun- Candy, Toy, Guns, and Television, was an amazing album. That's what put him on the map. Uh, matter of fact, shouts to Violent J. His girlfriend at the time is on the cover of the album. And... Uh, I called him one day, and I'm like, dude, I need to get a copy of that shit, you know, and, like, some shirts or whatever. Because they had, dude, they had shirts made. They were on MTV. They did uh, Farm Club. And, really? Yeah, like, they were they were kind of a big deal. And he goes, yeah, I got nothing. And I'm like, well, who the fuck does that? I go, what kind of idiot doesn't have his own shit? Well, then we fast forward about five years. <laughs> I tour, and I do shit and i kind of established myself and i got nothing i i don't have anything of my own i barely have my own signature i don't got shit now why is that is that just because you do it the, away the recording at other I places it or you just... i went through mass hats um a lot of customized stuff and i i always give it away you hear that kid my son's playing vr and he's fucking and he's up killing there. it though yeah. I tell you, when i came in i thought i was gonna get shot <laughs> By a Star Wars by, by a fucking yeah. Star Wars. I wasn't sure what the laser gun. Yeah. I got lasers in this yeah. shit. We come into your studio, I thought I was going to have to duck and run. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? It's like growing up, we had like fucking Atari. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you played. And then like Sega Genesis. Yeah, you played fucking ping pong and you thought it was yeah. the coolest shit ever. Oregon fucking trail. Dude, dude it's not. Yeah. yeah, remember yeah. that shit? Being yeah. elementary school playing Oregon this trail. Kid's on the, strapped upstairs on the green, like fucking Neo. The green screen computer <laughs> came in two colors. There was either the white monitor or the green monitor. Yeah. That was it. That was the only colors you had. <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. It is crazy to think of like, oh, where that shit it, is now. Dude, it blows my nuts. mind. On the regular, I play games yeah. that are so beautiful you, and realistic looking. It's just like, God You damn. remember when your mom would tell you to get out of the car and tell them five on two and she got a half a tank of gas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Your kid's upstairs playing virtual fucking reality yeah. Yeah. right now. It's, it's pretty nuts. It's dude, pretty it's nuts. I'll tell you what, it's crazy. Yeah. And I sucked at Oregon Trail for yeah. the record. I think everybody did. I killed you died every one of my kids. Yeah. You know, there's everybody always died. like, yeah, you lose like a kid on the way for some reason. Yeah. I was a horrible father even <laughs> you then. Could, you couldn't shoot the animals or catch the fish. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was, <laughs> everybody I was pathetic. Everyone got the plague. 
Yeah, I died constantly. I, I never made it. And then the stuff like Mortal Kombat and shit came out, and then it was yeah, that was always and fun. that was like oh crazy. And even that, but that's the thing that that's amazed me the most is every time a new system comes out and there's games that come out that's like man, this looks beautiful. And then I look back on it now and I'm like that game I thought was amazing and it looks like garbage. And oh, it's like dude. how did I ever think that that was realistic? How did that? What the fuck? I went crazy. to my son's room one day, Brendan, and he was playing. It was like fucking Call of Duty. And I go, what are you watching? And he goes, called it that around my. He goes, I'm playing a game. I go, what are you talking about? And I, I thought he was watching a fucking movie. My dad came over. I was playing one of the NHLs, and he's like, oh, you're watching a hockey game. I was like, no, yeah. dad, I'm playing yeah. this. Right hey, now. who's winning? Yeah. Me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, they look that yeah. good from like you if don't you're play not hockey, paying you fat attention. Bastard. They look good. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I do with the controller, you prick. Yeah. Oh, it's funny watching him try <laughs> to play suck. games. He's the guy that like moves the controller around all the time. Oh my god, I turned yeah. into that guy. Well, because I was good. <laughs> I was listen. I was good. Oh shit, back dad in the bod, day. dad yeah. controller moves. Don't fuck, don't fuck with my dad moves, bro. All right. I uh, I had where I was good at like regular Nintendo, right. Super Nintendo. I think right after N64, I fell off. The fell off? I fell off. I had shit to do. I had kids and weird <laughs> shit happened. So fast forward to now, dude, I'll play like Call of Duty with Brendan or something like that every once in a blue moon. I'll hit start. I'll die. The fucker just snipes me. And, and he's like, get with it, bro. <laughs> and it's like, what are you, dude, I got nothing. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how to walk. Uh, my stepson, um, Riley. We were at my house not that long ago, and he set up everything. And he was trying to just show me how to move. I'm like, dude, you got like you got to go to college just to fucking go forward. <laughs> oh, it's forward. crazy. I, I've got games where it's like yeah, I'm done. the controls are so complicated. Yeah. I, go, for I got sure. enough shit going on. I don't need to learn this right now. All right? Like, you got to sign me up for, like, online programming. See, that's how shit. I spent, like, I'm done. like my ex-wife. Uh I, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. So I stayed at home a lot. So I just, I mean, I had like a pool table. My buddies would come over all right. the time. Yeah. So my house was always the hangout yeah. house. So I'm sitting here with this baby and I'm bouncing him with one foot in his little bouncer thing and just going to town. Yeah. What else am I going to do? I mean, I've been right. a gamer like my whole life. Like right now, I kick my son's ass all the time. He talks <laughs> shit. Come on, old man. I'll see you do this, old man. Dude, you know? my son is taller than me now. So he'll be like, hey, little guy, what are we doing? <laughs> And it's like you, fucking yeah, right. Oh, I took him. He started doing jujitsu. He sounds for a just bit. like me though, and I'm like, I can't, <laughs> can't hate on it, dude. No, we were before I got divorced. <laughs> we had a, a pool, and uh, I got this like basketball hoop to put in the pool. And before I knew it, I was up in the air, and I was at the bottom of the fucking pool. <laughs> He picked you up. Dude, he dude, fucking dude, DDT'd me. I had some people over like a yesterday. champion. And I'm like, you prick. I'm your dad. And he didn't give a shit. I had, <laughs> I had some people over yesterday. And there was some little six-year-olds running around. And my son snuck up behind one of them and picked him up. And I mean, fucking threw this little kid. I'm like, no, what are you doing? And I mean, he like fucking face planted, like belly flop face planted straight in the water. I'm like, oh, shit, this little kid, yeah. man. He's th- yeah, red belly. Like, Dylan, what are you doing? Red belly. I mean, he just, huh, gotcha. And it's, it's like one of the, he's been working with my dad doing construction. Mm-hmm. So like home remodeling repair and stuff. So maybe he doesn't know how strong he is now. Who knows? But he sent this little kid flying. I was like, oh, shit. No, he woke up one day and went through fucking puberty. I remember my little brother, he's 12 years younger than me. And he's, I don't know, 6'1", 6'2", like 240, 250. 
I used to take his clothes, his hand-me-downs for work clothes. <laughs> wow. When I was doing remodeling. Wow. He was 14, and my stepmom was like, hey, I'm going to go get Corey some new pants. You know, do you want his old ones? Do you want these ones for work? Because I, you know, I go through them remodeling and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? oh yeah. So I was like, yeah, for sure. You just trash clothes. I put them on and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? He's you know, like 34, 32 or some weird shit, and I'm like, dude, I'm like 130. He was bigger than me at 14. That's crazy. So that's real crazy. I was 26. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And he started that same shit. We'd get in the pool, and it was like, so now with Brendan, I'm like, God, you're just like your uncle. Just young and a dick. Like, <laughs> they all are. They all look, are. Look, my kid just started working. Yeah, that's called parenting. He just started working now for I know my, why dad my dad hates this me. summer, right? <laughs> so he's been working for maybe a total of four weeks. After the first four or five days, and two of those days, they cut out early because they were building, tearing down and building new decks. And... Uh, there was like a heat advisory and stuff. My dad's like, we're not working. So two of those days, out of the first four days he worked, two of them he came home early at like 12 or 2, 1 o'clock, right? <laughs> he had the nerve to tell us the next week he was, we got into something. And he's just like, you know what? I work harder than both you and Megan. And Megan's like, what did you say? Fine, you can buy all your back to school shit now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess you just lost that fucking battle. Yeah. So it was, it's funny. So since he's been working, like, he comes home one day, and Megan comes home, and she's like, did you do your chores? He's like, what? I just worked all day. I got to come home and do chores, too? Yeah. She's like, yeah, damn straight. Welcome to life. Yeah. Hashtag adulting. Yeah, wait till you get married, buddy. Right, yeah. Dude, I would work 12 hours. I'd come home, and my ex-wife would be like, hey, is yep. you cutting the grass? Yep. Oh, fuck yeah, I am. Oh, my, fuck mine. yeah, I am. I was hoping you'd remind she me. She doesn't like waiting for yeah. me. I'll did come you, home and the grass is caught, the snow is blown, the everything. Mower? I just did that. Yeah, I'm like, God damn it. Here's where we're at in life. Yeah, she'll do all that Dude, stuff because she doesn't want to wait sucks, for me to get home bro. and do it. So she just does it. You know, everybody says, like, if you could go back, where would you go? A lot of cats are like 21. and Fuck that. Dude. I want to be 16 again. You know what's funny? 16. Because I was, I was old enough daughter. for no responsibility, but young enough for just a little bit. Yeah. And I could leave you the house. You could get a job and, yeah. and get some money and could, not really have bills. And not pay for, for shit. Yeah. Yeah. The I, only thing I had to cover was gas. That's funny you say that. And that was literally, my daughter bucks. was just, we were just talking about this the <laughs> other day. And I was like... Some about like, oh, you want to grow up faster than, you know, because she's getting a little older. And she's like, no, I want to stay a kid. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, what age do you wish you would have been, Dad? And I said 16 for the yeah. same shit. Because it was like I had enough freedom where I could go do stuff. You had responsibilities. I could get a job, have really money. have responsibilities. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had to, you know, I, that was when I started, like, paying yeah. for my own clothes and shit because I had my own money. and Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's you hilarious. Dropped, yeah, yeah, you made some cash. You dropped 50. Yeah, because. But you, you did it with pride. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like right now, if you spend fifty bucks, you're like, "How the fuck can I save ten? Yeah, no shit. Like, oh yeah. man. And then they're like, "You might drink too much." You know why? Yeah, because life sucks, right? Because I want to be sixteen oh, again. Oh, I'm a whiskey connoisseur now. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I never used to drink. Yeah, I'm gonna like change my stage name to Jack Daniels. There you go. What's your favorite whiskey though? Ooh, my favorite right now is Four Roses oh. ah, single batch i want to say it or small batch four roses small batch it's a little peppery so it's got a little bit of a like a, a spice to it it's good stuff i don't yeah. have any of it right now though i do have well shame on you but i don't I have know, any right but now. i don't have any right now and then i really got recently well, i have this seagram's oh we can have some because of i got a honor, bottle in honor of my little fallen so fat bastard 
You're um, obese bastard. So, obese so bastard. what's going on with that? Because I know you're trying to put on a show. So what's? So yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. I, what I want to do is I want to set up a benefit show, um, in honor of Mike to help his brother because Mike really, family wise, only has his brother. Um, Mike went from. Who was posting messages from Mike's page? It looked like Mike was like talking from the grave the other day. Oh my god, dude, Ron, (laughs) his brother Ron, I love you to death, dude. You're my bro. But the motherfucker called me from Mike's phone, and I was like, dude, stop it. He's like, I even think about that, my man. I'm like, dude, I can't. Like, yeah, my phone just goes McLean, and I'm like, I almost started crying again. I've been crying for three days. I'm over it. I, I can't. My tear ducts are taking an ass whooping, dude. I'm done. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, so I yesterday I'm sitting there and I get, I look at my phone and it says McLean and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what's up, Ron? I'm like, he's like, what? I'm like, don't ever. I got your number. You have your own phone. Stop it. Right. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was just bizarre because yeah. like all Knock these people are like, oh, sorry, my condolences. Oh, yeah. thoughts and prayers. And then it's like Mike McLean saying shit. It's like, what? Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> and then he like, this is his brother, Ron. Yeah. Or something. This is not Mike, by <laughs> <Yeah>. the way. <laughs> I know. Turns out they, <laughs> he got Wi-Fi in heaven. I don't know what the fuck. So, so the show and everything. So yeah, I want to, um, I'm hoping, I don't want to name any venues right now. I'm still waiting for that, but, uh, I'm hoping to get a venue around Warren area because Mike was mainly from Mount Clemens yeah. and we both had, excuse me, friends and Oakland, Macomb, and you right, know what I mean? Like, so to do something... Kind of central? Me, yeah. To do anything yeah. in, in more Detroit, would, it's harder for people to drive out there and, and stuff like that. Um, so I want to set up a benefit show, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take oh, maybe eight artists, give or take, or bands or whatever, right. but I do want to do a Social Void um, show also, and I'm going to have... Uh, other artists do Mike's verse. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So you take, uh, you take, uh, well, like um, Brian from Critical Bell said he's he's going to do Mike's part for IC. You know what I mean? Which was our first, like, real track we did. Okay. And then I'll probably get uh, my boy, B uh, Double, who was real close with Mike. I'll have him do a track. And... You know, I'm just going to get people that were friends with Mike that were artists to do his lines. Like a tribute. For yeah, my yeah, set, yeah. 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 And um, there's one venue I am talking to specifically right now that I'm hoping lets me do it. And I think they will. Um, well, I want to do like a 5 $6 door cover. And the door goes right to Mike's brother Ron to help cover expenses and, and stuff like that. And that way the bar takes the bar. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just a little benefit deal. You know what okay. I mean? So. I would love to do that. And when I do, definitely I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. And, and uh, I'll, I'll put a link there. and stuff on the, yeah, for sure. on the description and everything yeah, so that way uh, people can, you know, get in touch with you that way. Or that you, what's your social media stuff? So, like, yeah, uh, uh, if, if anyone you, does, does well, want to reach out in the meantime. I mean, we do have the Social Void Project Facebook page, but we never use it. Ironically, okay. like, we don't do shit. Mike was such an advocate of just doing live shit i agree and that's one of the things that drives me nuts about like like even this like i never had instagram or twitter or any of that yeah like if you never had that if you take the social void and just put the void together because the social void is one word okay and uh and then just put well there you go uh so if you go i see right underneath 
Uh, right there. That was the first track we did together. And we did this in a matter of... Damn, that's young Jeremy there. Even though it's black minutes. and white. I know, right? Man, I look good. It's my, it's my son. He's like, I'm so <laughs> sexy right now. Yeah, you have no idea what you're looking at. <laughs> There's Mikey. He, his voice is so distinctive. And it, it feels grimy for, you know, like, when you, when you met him, it wasn't like, like, looking at him, he's just, you know, just a white kid, whatever. It, it, it seemed like it was a little more than, like, it projected more than he looked like he would. When you look at him or you hear him rap, he's grimy. But if you talk to him, right, he's polite as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, my mom loved him. Like, he would help <laughs> clean the house and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want me to take garbage out, ma? And he'd just fucking run the garbage. That's you know what awesome. I mean? Like, that was him. But we would get in the booth, we would start writing, and he would just turn into, he would turn into McLean. And it was like, fuck, here we go. Like you said, like, the, the, the alter ego. Like you said yeah. for you, too. It's like yeah. someone else out there. No, exactly. No, like, when, when we would go live, like, to, for shows and shit, I don't talk to anybody for 10 minutes before we go on. Just trying to get I in that headspace? My... Yeah. Yeah. This is that sexy bastard right now. I did look good then. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like the... <laughs> I mean, what you see now before you is totally yeah. different than uh, when we were in school. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> $5 hot readies and a desk job. and Yeah. You're welcome, America. <laughs> shit, no, this man. Was, uh, this album went together so smooth, man. And uh, like I said, dude, I've, had, I've cried for the past two now who, now, who did the, the music for you guys? Like, who did the beats? Um, we worked with a few different producers. Um... I do believe uh, Stir Crazy from Psychopathic was a part of it. Um, oh, Jesus. There was a few of them. There was a few of them. I don't remember anybody specifically. Especially for this album, because it was so long ago. We did this probably six years ago. I think, somewhere around there. But, yeah, there was a, there was a few people that were involved. We had a home studio. Okay. Uh, our boy Locks, um, he had uh, his basement set up, and Mitchy, Mitch, and Mike put a whole thing together um, to where, you know, they had the, the booth was set up in a room. It was padded. Yep. Mike, you know what I mean? Like, it looked like a good studio. Like, they, they worked Just their set up in the basement. Yeah. Eventually, I want to wall this. I'm going to... I was... Preparing the walls over there, fixing a bunch of the, uh, from the rebar when they did the foundation. Yeah. They started getting mold and stuff in water, so I popped them all out, plugged them all. Hydraulic cement and stuff, so eventually I want to drywall all this and make this a room. Yeah, make a room I know a there, guy. <laughs> and then start doing it. Yeah, well, me too. That's what my dad does too. <laughs> and, and by partial trade, me also. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna brag about that one. Worked on a enough projects but yeah that's the funny thing because what like 
bathrooms in both of our houses. I've redone all the bathrooms myself yeah. and stuff. And like this last one, oh my god! So this last one, this half bath, I was like, I'm not doing it. My knees are killing me. I've had knee surgery and stuff. Like I, I'm, I don't want to be doing tile and crap. I'm, I'm just done for now. Yeah, I'll just have my dad do it. But she didn't want to wait. So then, like, I come home and I mean, we spent like a good amount of time acquiring everything needed for the bathroom, the tile, the Guess a new shower it. enclosure, and all this stuff, right? <laughs> and then she didn't want to wait for my dad. So then all of a sudden, like, I come home and all the shit we had is gone. She took it all back. So then, last fall winter ish when she was like let's do the bathroom again just you do it and i was like fine i'll just do it so then we're back at the store buying all the same (laughs) shit that you know that we'd already bought but it was funny because i gave her shit when we were in the store like we're looking at tile and i'm like you know i'm getting a really weird sense of deja vu right now i feel like we've done this before (laughs) you know so but then i yeah i just ended up doing it all myself yeah but no that's cool no it's it's good to know you know my dad was always an advocate on, on being a tradesman yeah, you know, like being able to do yourself. This song is is actually kind of funny how we put this one together. Ease up. Um, Mike wanted me to do a spoken word thing. Okay, this goes that whole poetry. Poetry, yeah. So if you start it over, I'll let you listen to it. I literally freestyled a spoken word poetic thing. Hey, you knock it off. And I thought it was kind of cheesy, but Mike liked it, and we kept it. So this is like one take, five shots, and allegedly other things involved. Life only serves a purpose if you think the years is worth it. If you're weak-minded, stupid, or retarded, it's curtains. Mitch, Mitch, hold me down, homie, remember your name. Temporarily insane right now, too many thoughts are clouding my brain. Clouding my brain. Unfortunately, if you lose your mind, you can never get it back. Just like packing a gun with no bullets if you're under protect. Go to church for God and try to make a call to Jesus. When opportunity comes to plead our story, we're hoping he believes us. And then there's Mike's grimy ass voice. No, I think the the spoken words sounded good, I, and I think there's there's sometimes I've heard some really good songs that have had like that yeah. that part done where like the whole verse, first verse, or right. somewhere would just be kind of that spoken word. That's what I was saying before. Like with Mike, it was dude. I don't care how fucked up he was, bro. He had a vision. He had. He knew, he knew what, what he, he wanted, wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. So he'd be like, Jay, go in. Do this. Shut up. Don't argue with me. And I'd be like, all right, whatever, dude. Fuck off. Don't. Don't argue with me. So I'd go back and I did that. And he was like, thank you, sir. <laughs> and then we started writing to this. And like we wrote, like ease up this track right here. We wrote this in like 30 minutes, dude. Really? We literally both just damn near just like we would freestyle a lot of shit. Did you have a lot of that, like, where you just kind of go in and, and just start banging stuff? I mean, it once, sounds like... It- once we heard the beat, and it, it, it turned into... Mike would go... Uh, I, I could see him getting himself ready. Right. And then he would usually do the hook first. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, when it comes to this right here... Well, we got... Like, he would record this... And while he'd record the hook, I was already, like, working on the verse. Right. So I would go in the booth and do my verse, and while I would, like, damn near freestyle that fucker, he'd be like, let me in. Yahweh. With his little grimy ass <laughs> one. Yahweh. And he'd do his shit. 
but he gets so angry. He come out of the booth sweating, bro, all the time. And I was always like, God damn, like, I'm just not, I'm not heavy enough for you. Like, I, I don't, loud mouth himself. He hates it's Drake. It's good to have that, that passion. Uh, this is his hatred for Drake. Right here. That's Mike. <laughs> when, when Drake first became Drake, he did that song with M and Kanye and yeah. all that, and I was like, dude, that's kind of a dope track. And he's like, you know who he is? And he was so mad. The fact I even brought it up. What, what, he was on Degrassi? Yeah. He's like, he's a fucking Nickelodeon motherfucker. And he's so pissed. And I'm like, so the dude can't do that? And he's like, fuck him. And he was so pissed. So something, something, I can't remember exactly what it was. But Drake did something. And we, so we got in the booth like the next day. And we recorded Ease Up. And he, and he come, just, just went dude, off. He was like, fuck Drake. And I'm like, well, I thought the song was kind of dope. You know, like, M kills it. And he's like, fuck Drake. And he just, he goes right in on it. And it's like, I don't dude. know. I've, I've known people like that, that throughout life, that yeah. there's just someone that irritates them for no Dude, no. For no reason. It was funny reason. because it's I'd just, be like, ah. why don't you like him? Yeah. He's like, because I said I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we would argue like children. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then we would just, we would record shit, and it'd work out, and that was it. I remember our locks, who produced a lot of our shit for us, or, uh, oh, my bad, would engineer a lot of shit. He'd, we'd come out of the booth, and he'd be like, what the fuck is he doing? So like, don't worry about it. We're good. <laughs> but it was, that's just how we did it, dude. We were, we were literally like fucking brothers, dude. Like, you couldn't, we met at that funeral for Mitch, and from there, we were inseparable. So what what for you when you're uh, working on music? Like, where does it come from? So like the the poetry stuff, right? You were talking about, kind of led to all of this, really. Well, you know, ironically, um, all right. Like, I see. I actually thought about M's verse in that Drake song. How he chopped himself up. You know what I mean? I listen to other. When I listen to music, I I really listen to lyrics. Me too. And yeah. I listen to style. Right, you know what and, I mean? and the patterns that they're using, the yeah. rhyme schemes and stuff. Because yeah. it's easy to listen to a beat and just write eight bars or 16 and just ride that. You know what I mean? But I always wanted to separate myself as an artist and and be a little bit different. And M does that very well. Yeah, he'll switch styles he, a couple yeah, times in a yeah, song, for exactly. sure. Exactly. So like when we did I See, um, even, in, even this one, Insanity... I, I try to just chop myself up a little bit and make it different. You know what I mean? So I, I've never really, I don't really ride the beat necessarily, but I don't get off of it either. So when I, if I speed something up or I slow something down, it's still with it, but it's, it's separate from just right. being your average. It's just, yeah, it's following the, Yeah, sure. just follow, you know, following that wave. You know what yep. I mean? I like to get off of it a little bit. So... That's that was always, and Mike did the same thing, and I think that's a lot of why we work so well together. 
you know, when it, when it came to actually writing music, we could, we would do it, because he chopped himself up a lot, too. So besides puking, what was, like, the, the craziest show experience you did? What was the craziest show you were a part of? Wasn't it? All right. <laughs> um, I can tell you a couple. We, with self-infliction, we had girls that would hang from hooks from their backs. Oh, you had some of that shit, huh? Yeah. 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 Grimy. I don't want to look at that. Uh, um, I, 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 can we did, I can just put myself in there and I'm like, We no. did the Carnival of Chaos with Mushroom. Head. Okay. So we had these two girls... With these fucking gigantic fish hooks in their backs, and they elevated. Yeah, they're, so they're suspended. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, hanging by hooks. The, the hood. Asylum Angels. Uh, give them a little plug. My boy Rampage. He did it also, and he's a big boy. And he did it. Yeah. And oh, he would do it, and he would like spit fire and shit while and hanging from hooks. Then. Yeah. So we're opening. <laughs> we're co-headlining with Mushroom Head during the Carnival of Chaos, and I fucking pushed Rampage. And he starts swinging back and forth, and I can watch the blood just come out of his back. And I'm like, Jesus! <sighs> it takes that takes a special person. To, I don't want to do it. To, fuck no. No, I just think I don't want to get a fish hook caught in my hand. No, no, it's like sex. <laughs> Let alone Dude, a giant I, one in my I back. Say it's like owl, sex, no, I don't if want... I say owl more than like two times, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where the safe word. Comes yeah, from. yeah. You gotta yell Oklahoma or something. Exactly. You, you, you gotta have yeah, that's fucking silly. Pineapples. I, yeah, yeah. Right. Cucumber, cucumber. No, that's a little too close. That might actually get used. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you yeah. telling me to stop yeah. or you want yeah. that? What did you want? I got one right here. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that shit's that But shit's no, we crazy. always did uh we we like I said, even with self infliction, um, even me and Mike, I always wanna put on a show. It's cool to sound like your album so you can hear the music, but visually, I want you to see something. So that's where the, the face makeup comes in, or the masks, or you know, the lights, or the, the asylum angels where we'd have them do you right. know what I mean? Like, we Right. We always did something. Nova, come here. To make it separate from... My dog is talking. She thinks. Some, hey, she wants interview. Well, she oh, probably man. wants to eat or something. Who knows? So that we always made it separate. We wanted to be because I know like one of the one of the tours we did with Esham, we were in Cleveland, and there was like four or five little rappers that opened up for us. And I don't, I don't ever want to talk bad about anybody, but I watched a few of them that just like you got a stage, right? And they they didn't move within a four foot circle. Yeah, like, I was, was going to no... ask you that because you were talking about like earlier. You were saying like you know uh, bouncing around like public speaking, like when oh. you see someone someone's nervous and they just yeah. stand there. But then like right. you know you got this. You can as an artist, you can move and perform and make that part of the the, the whole performance. Yeah, when I does do that a drive show, you nuts when, when people I just kind of stay in one spot? Fucking kills me. Like, there's some... I'm like, do you want me to be your hype guy? Like, you want me to flavor flav this motherfucker for you? Right. Like, somebody... Like, if you're at a, if you're at a concert, bro... Yeah. Like, I, mean, I get like, it. You don't have Slipknot's budget for flames and psychotic. But still put on that show. But move, man. Yeah. You know, if you were... Your only excuse is if you have a crutch or a fucking wheelchair. 
if you walked on stage, then you can walk around the motherfucker. Yeah, for you sure. I mean? And I think that's a that's that can be a common thing. That some people do like even like rock when they're. Pl- I know you're playing instruments, but mm-hmm. like it, it's always fun to see like the guitarist really get into it, or the bass player really getting into it, not just standing there doing. Well, I tell you what, if no. anybody ever has an argument, watch the fucking Foo Fighters live. Yeah. Yup. You know what I mean. Dave Grohl is an amazing vocalist, an insane guitar player, and one a motherfucker yeah. of a performer. Shit, I mean, I think he performed that one whole tour after he broke his leg. Like, he still performed sitting in a on a throne or something. Yeah, and shit. fuck you. The guy put on a show with a broken leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a performer. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean. Like, I want, I want people to walk away from any show that you see me at. Going, that was fun. Right. Fuck you if you Google me or not. I don't care. But at least you had fun that night. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, For sure. Yeah. And that's and that's a that's a great thing because I've been to those shows that were just kind of like, huh? And then I've been to other shows that were like, dude, just the energy. Like, yeah. So that was like when I was talking about Mitch, like watching these performers. Some people, yeah, they just kind of performed and they would you know kind of get into it, but they just stayed there, whatever. And like Mitch would work the whole stage, yeah, and back and forth, and he was always so like just hype and trying to get. And those were always the ones that stuck with you because well, you know, they were just funny, like, damn, those people. Like I've played Harpo's. Way too many times, but the stage is fucking huge. Is it? It's probably about 30 feet long. It's about 8 feet high. You know what I mean? And about 15 feet deep. It's a fucking stage. You know what I mean? So you're over the crowd. Right. You know what I mean? So for you to do a show and you just stand in the middle of that, if you're nervous, I get it. If it's your first show or something like that. But if you're, if anybody takes anything away from anything I can say, that's what I want you to fucking do. Pay attention, bro. Put on a show. Put on a show. Walk yeah, around. For move sure. around. Get into the crowd. Let the crowd know that you're there for them. And I've done shows with 200 people. I've done shows with fucking 10,000 people. And the show is the exact same. Matter of fact, a buddy of mine, you might know his name, Wes Borland. Yep. He was in a band called Black Light Burns for a minute with uh, Nick, who was the turn guitarist for uh, Nine Inch Nails. And uh, Marshall was the drummer, and, and Sean, I think, played bass. Anyways, I, I met up with those guys at the IROC in Detroit. Okay. And it was, what, 200 people probably, give or take. If you've ever watched Limp Biscuits 99 Woodstock, in front of fucking 18 million fucking people, however fucking many was there, like half the world, he does the exact same performance in front of 200 people. And that was his thing. We were hanging out. I hung out with him till like 5 in the morning, dude, doing... We were fucking hammered. But his whole thing was, I don't care if there's one person there. I'm doing that show. I'm putting on my show. And I respect the fuck out of what he said. Yeah. Because he played it just the same. He did it like a champion. And Blacklight Burns, I, they're not doing anything now. They were, It was a cool band, man. I don't know if you ever heard of it or not. No. I know that when he separated with uh, Limp Bizkit, he had a side pro like his own yeah, other thing that was the thing. Was, yeah, was. Blacklight Burns. Yeah. You know, he has a house in Detroit. No. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, all right. So, all right. Yeah, you pulled this up. All right. So, you look at... Dude, there's fucking a million. Well, and, I mean, he, and he was the one that stood out. Like he was always that outcast. 
He he definitely saw yeah. and all that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He always had the crazy fucking eyes. Yeah. Because he had the contacts in and stuff, for sure. So, we talked. Look at him. Look at him. That's my buddy. I mean, he looks like fucking Nightcrawler. Shout out to Wes, dude. I love that dude. He's such a cool guy. When he did the show at IROC, he cut the guitar strings off his guitar and drew this big mural weird thing and gave it to uh, Steve and Ted, the owners at IROC. Oh, okay. And they have it hanging up above the bar. He was the most respectable son of a bitch, man. He just... He's such a cool dude. He's like Mike, bro. If you watch him, you're like, that fucking dude's nuts. Yeah. But once you meet him... He's polite. He's got See, etiquette. Like, and you know at least I mean? like this, like watching them. Like, Look at him. They're they're all. He's a fucking. They're all, well, they're all feeling the music. Like I've dude, seen plenty of bands where you, like dude. they're not even moving at all. Yeah. Like it's. No, once I get into it, dude, I'm. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not the. I'm not the what, guy. You what's knew. your What's your take on? So like, when I would DJ these mix shows yeah one of a lot of times it was here's the actual track and then they, they just rap over or they perform over the vocals that, the that vocals are on there, there the that are already on the track which borderline becomes lip singing at a certain point well right? if, if you're doing it, your vote if you're using a real mic if you're not gonna britney spears the motherfucker i get where you're going um mike did that also but reason being was he would go so fucking nuts. He wanted the music to keep playing if he had to take a breath. You know what I mean? But right. For the most part, you could hear his vocals. You know what I mean? And Mike's outlook on it, and he kind of turned me on to the same vibe, was having that, like, echo effect. Because, like, when yep. we record, I'll do... And I got this from, from Eminem, actually. When we record, I'll do a 16... Then I'll go back and I'll, I'll double it over and okay. do it again. And M's big for doing that. Because I know like uh, like the ad libs and stuff is a popular thing. Too. Yeah, come well, in, I'll do that. That's on, do, on your third run. Yep. yep. So I'll do the verse. So, excuse me. I'll do a sixteen. I'll do it again, and then I'll go back in the studio for a third time, and then I'll do the, the ad the back, yeah. background ad libs and shit like that. Because I mean, I've I've had performers do that where it was it was just the instrumental, yeah, and with their ad libs already in there, so it kind of kept them on track too. Yeah. Um, but then other ones well, that were just like the straight well, up, it was you their can music only do already. that if you are friends with a fucking engineer. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys they'll pay for studio time, and they got their CD, and that's all they got. So when they do a live right. show, you know what I mean. So shout out to those cats that are doing it because that's why they do it. They don't have they can't afford to go back to the studio and right. say hey take my vocals out but do you, leave my, do you, you know think I mean? now though that it's so like you were talking about the studio that you were working at with uh locks yeah. that he had set up in his basement do you think that that's even more popular now with the the level of equipment and oh, access that everyone has like legit what you're like this setup right here that whole setup for the mic yeah. 35 bucks on amazon so like you know, I was, you're able to get some decent stuff now that's way better than yeah, what we were able to when we were coming up or you were working on music and trying to, like, really get out there. That that grind, that old school grind yeah. almost doesn't exist anymore. No. You, you know what's funny? Speaking of old school grind, the first time I met Eminem, I was 16, 15. Um, I was skateboarding up at Lincoln High School. Okay. 
and him and proof rolled up on me he was selling his fucking infinite yeah infinite. it was either a tape or cd i can't remember which one it was but i bought it for 10 bucks and they got out of the car we talked shit for a minute literally like five minutes give or take and uh i bought it and they rolled out and that was it I listened to it a few times. I thought it was cool. You know what I mean? Whatever. Shit, like a year later, what? Well, this was in like 98, I think, give or take. Because in 99 or 2000 what, what, when Trey it, signed him. Wasn't it but not, most of that Infinite album yeah. turned into the Slim Shady LP. So anyway, so I, I ran into him again a few years later. Uh, we were, you know, I, we have mutual friends right. and all that shit, so... I ran into him and I was like, hey, bro, I don't know if you remember me. I go, but I bought your album. I was the one skateboarding. I go, I just thought, you know, I'm glad you made it type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, I do remember. I was like, man, you're just talking shit. Yeah, I mean, like you sold how many right. CDs out of the trunk? Yeah, for sure. He goes, no, you don't want to know why I remember you? He goes, because fucking Proof's car blew a fucking... <laughs> Dude, he, he, maybe he remembers you because something fucked up his dude, day. Yeah, his fucking serpentine belt went, and I was the only one that bought a CD that day, so they used that money to buy a new fucking belt. He goes, so yes, I do remember that's, you. That's hilarious. I go, fuck yeah, bro. That's hilarious. So then I was working in Manchester Estates where he lives. We were redoing some houses and shit. And uh, so obviously we've ran into each other a few times at this point. So he would see me in the road and just roll his window down and flip me off. And that's all. We've done that for years now. That, so me and M go back to flip off. That's it. If you ever see us together, we're flipping each other off. And that's just that's, crazy. that's our relationship. So you used to skate? Yeah. Never would have pegged you as a skater back then. Dude, I was a uh, skate semi-pro. Actually, um, the skate park in Auburn Hills, Yeah. I cut the ribbon with the mayor and helped design that. No way. Yes, sir. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? I got a board out in the garage. Yeah, don't I was I was just looking at the whole boards. dad bod thing. Yeah, yeah dude, I can. Yeah, I, I was out doing pop shovels and shit the dude, other day. I can still kick flip. Don't fuck with me. I can flip the board. I don't but, know if I'm landing dude, it. Dude, I will pull the growing in minutes. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gotta. Man, yeah. I used to. I used to skate nonstop. Yeah, I did I mean, a lot of it. Uh, uh, Rob Meyer, uh, Steve Markham, Scotty Kearns, we skated right into the Auburn Hills fucking. Uh, meeting one day at the city hall. Really? And we were like, "Listen, fuckers, what the? Fuck if we get one more goddamn ticket, oh man! Well, so like well, by me because right, so I lived over in the the Bloomfield Orchards. So by yeah, me there was that's uh, what I'm saying, dude. Across from right where that next that to Speedway, we used there to was skate. skater alley. They called yes. it in between the two buildings. Dude, we got ticketed fucking constantly, dude. So we hurt. finally said, "Fuck it, here's what we're doing." Two, three, four years, some bullshit like that. Uh, Brian Marzal from the city of Auburn Hills called me. And he goes, we're approving your uh, idea. Because he's actually a friend of my dad. And uh, he goes, we're going to approve the skate park deal. My brother skated there a bunch. So I, I helped design. That's cool. Their, the idea. Well, when me and Scotty were getting involved in it, we made it like huge. And they're like, listen, Olympics, we're not doing that. <laughs> Tone it down. Yeah, he's, he's up, dude. So we ended up fucking doing it like, it's like a third of what we and Scotty did. Because we literally, dude, take this fucking pad of paper. That's our shit. They did this. Yeah, you know what I mean? The like, little yeah, corner. They're yeah. you know, like, calm down, motherfucker. But we ended up, so they ended up doing it. And then uh, I cut the ribbon with the mayor. And Scotty was the first person to fucking skate on that bitch. That's awesome. Yeah, you're welcome, Auburn Hills. That's awesome. Shit, man, Jeremy. 
dude. Would have never known. I'm a big deal. Would have never known. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Dude, at I, all. I, I, I yeah, not that at was all. like one of the things that they. I did a constantly, man. That was back in like the AOL yeah. Messenger days. We'd be like, "Yo, want to go skate somewhere?" We'd just go hit up a parking lot somewhere. We'd hit up a parking lot and just skate all night. Yeah. Oh man, tons of dude. Times. I remember Auburn Hills would come and then we'd just shoot across the street because then it was Bloomfield. Yep, yeah. You just go across the street. <laughs> we'd oh, wait for yeah. Auburn Hills to leave and then we'd skate on the dude, other side. Because so we it was that. What was that bank called? Was it Bank uh, of America? It might have been. Yeah, I can't remember. What the bank would just go over there and yeah. skate that and shit. And then yep. we'd just go on the other uh, side. Man, I went this one time with one of my roommates. Uh, I don't know if you remember Louis Dearman, he was an English kid. Mm-hmm. Me and Louis and Chris Hockman. I don't know if you remember Chris. We yeah. all we all lived together. We our, we got our first apartment. I'm together. still friends with Louis. I talk to Louis every now and then on, on Facebook, dude. Yeah, I talked to him we not used to that ride long bikes ago. Together, dude. Yeah, yeah, he was big in the BMX bikes. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh, yeah, we lived together. Our our first apartment. He watched his, me damn near die. He came to one of the the dances, and his foot. He he had went to a park and was riding, and he slipped, and the pedal, because oh, the BMX pedals are <laughs> fucking like teeth on them things, went into his the fucking shin, shin yeah. and he comes into the dance. It was one of the, the Avondale dances, shin. and he comes in, and his whole fucking sock this is bloody. English, I'm like, Louis, why English you, yeah. accent. I'm like, why you got two socks on? Why He's I like, oh, no, this shin. one's blood, and then like. Some light <laughs> hit it, and it was just his shoe, everything. We're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, Why'd you come to the dance? Yeah. And, I mean, it was what hilarious. What are you doing? Yeah, dude, that, that was, I'll tell you yeah, what, Yeah, because he lived in uh, Westbury Village, and we remember there was that trail that you could ride around, and you come out, and you jump that thing, and you go right down the hill. I did that, and my fucking tire came off. I don't wow. know what happened, but my front tire, as soon as we hit that ramp, just came off the spot. my front tire went, and I went one way, tire went the other. Dude, and I was fucking devoured, bro. And Louis was like, I got it. And he's got that little English accent and shit. And yeah. I, whenever I, I haven't talked to him in years, but we Facebook each other every now and then. But um, no, Louis is a good dude, man. And he's got, he's a dad now and all yep. that jazz. But oh, I, always, man. I always love talking to his mom. The stories I got. And then I would start doing the English accent to make fun of him and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He can never do the his English. Mom, his mom died. He can never. What? Yeah, his mom died a few that. years back. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I, 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 what you want me to do tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was why we got an apartment because <laughs> they were moving. They wanted to move back to Ohio, his stepdad and his mom, and he didn't want to move. So shit. we all went and got an apartment together. Give me one sec. I'm going to let this dog out of here because she's. Being, Get your fucking. If you want to, yeah, just let her up past the gate. Thank you very much. Yeah, she's a brand. Look at that, dude. Could you imagine? No, that's that fucking show? nuts. That's that's got to be nuts. Blue Biscuits footage is still playing. I did the uh, like I said. I did the, with the Carnival cast. I think there was like ten thousand people. That's that's a huge fucking crowd, bro. I I, mean, uh, I fuck. I had a hard on for two weeks. Some kid from Southeast Michigan, and you're standing in front of ten thousand people. That's that's got to be a pretty yeah, fucking and I'm awesome fucking, feeling. Dude, and I'm fucking nobody, bro. It was dude. It was so cool. It's got to be. And then, but now, you know, like if you take away, like I'm trying to get back into it now, but not to do anything overly crazy, but just to get back into it. But the people that I've met, the relationships that I've kept and, and all that stuff, like it's, it's an honor to say that I've crossed paths with certain people for sure, maintained a relationship and, you know, things of that nature. And it's. It's cool to be respected by those who have really fucking pulled it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Wes, um, you know, things like that. So when I called, like, 
you know, astray. Shout out to astray from Shady Hatch. See, there Critical we go. Bill. That's why I usually keep her down. There no, it you're, is. You're fine. Whatever. God damn dogs. It is what it is. But at this to point. reach out to all those guys, dude, <laughs> and for them to be like, "Yo, let's do it. I'm in." It's like, yeah, it's an honor. You know what I'm saying? Critical Bill. Love those cats, man. Yeah, yeah. And they were signed with Strange with Tech. And yep. one of the fucking coolest songs that I still have on my Spotify is fucking Premium with Critical Bill and Tech 9. And the way Tech just goes in on it, like he just Dude, he separates himself. I wonder himself. if you know this motherfucker. God, I can't remember what his last name is. Fucking Dean. This kid. So I lived in Sterling Heights. Not Briggs. No. Thank um, God, because that guy's a fuck. No, yeah, and fuck him. Dean. Fuck him. So you do know Dean. Yeah. Tell me, if he ever listens to this, a Jelly said you're a fuck boy. So. Piece of shit. No, fuck that kid. He's a fag. So what's crazy is I, I lived down the street from him for a while, and it was just nuts that this little kid knew Everyone, you know why? Because he, he wrote knew the, everyone. He, I'm gonna talk more shit about this dude in 20 seconds. Everyone, he ever wanted to hear. He's a fuck boy for one. He rides the coattails. Problem is, he's friends with about two or three people that know everybody, and he jumped on board and made himself. Oh, he hung with uh, Nate. I mean, I'm his brother for a, a long time. I know that. But, I mean, Jesus, dude, it was just weird. How I mean, and he was just such like a... Well, that's it. He he took a small piece of who he is and made himself bigger than what he was. Because in reality, nobody likes you, bro. Fuck him. He's a it's, bitch. It's crazy, man. You just it's say just, it. Fuck him. It's nuts. And see, like, now that there's another person I would have never yeah. known. But you're talking to all these people. I'm like, dude, he used to... Do stuff with Tech Nine, like he. I, so it was, it's weird. Actually, Dean didn't do a goddamn thing with Tech Nine. He used to put on shows. I know. I don't know if he. Well, put, he no, he was for he Tech was Nine. booking through other people that were booking for him. He didn't do a goddamn thing. He's a coattail rider. He's a bitch. <laughs> don't get me going. Don't Struck get me going. Allegedly, allegedly, he's a bitch. That explains it all. Thanks for the breakdown. Let me throw in the alleged real quick. Fuck him, Dean. I hope you listen to this shit. Bitch. Oh man, crazy. Fuck him. Wow. Kids, ooh, I don't like him. Next topic. No, we got uh no. No, he's been to my house, dude. No, we were cool at one point. And then he he had said some shit about me, and I was like, I didn't even know we weren't friends anymore. So then I started talking to other people. And ironically, shout out to Nate Kane, which is M's brother. I know Nate too, motherfucker. <laughs> and guess who don't like you? Nate, bitch. Nobody likes you, dog. Allegedly. No, that ain't allegedly. <laughs> Nate said, fuck you, too. Everybody said, fuck up. Bill hates you. Everybody. No, dude, fuck him. Kids a piece of shit. Hope your little fat ass gets oh. ass oh. cancer. <laughs> that fuck. Jeez. Fuck him. Wow, man, really struck a nerve. Yeah, wow. no, on that one, yeah, yeah. fuck Dean. Wow. Little chubby bitch. Crazy. So well, who, do, who do you love? Not him. <laughs> Oh man, so how's the so how's the project coming so far? Um well I'm working with uh Stir Crazy and Native Keys, both affiliated with Psychopathic. Okay. And uh we're getting a bunch of shit together and then Now I'm Twisted's gonna... a part of all that stuff too, right? With ICP and everything, Twisted? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Jamie and all them cats uh, uh, uh dude where I, I work downtown and where I park, dude, there's I... this one billboard that I swear Twisted just owns because it's always Yeah. Just it's got twisted stuff well, out there on what, this dude, one billboard. One of the always. funniest things I ever did. I went to uh, Fifty Four Sound, which is where M recorded 
the Shady LP, which is at Nine Mile. Yeah. And the side street is Romeo. So, you remember the beef with M and ICP? Yeah. Jamie, I think it was Jamie, so don't quote me on this one. <laughs> one of them lived at the end Allegedly. of Romeo. One of, no. Right. No, I know it's true because I was there. But I just can't remember whose house it was. That's what alcohol does. And allegedly other stuff. But so we, I was, me and Bizarre were playing basketball at 54 Sound. And the ball went over the fucking fence. Well, here comes this van that's wrapped and twisted. And Jamie got out and he was like, Want me to get your ball? And I was like, yeah. I go, you can get both of them. And we were oh. joking. But me and Jamie get along. And he was like, brah. <laughs> and I didn't, so when we left, like a week later, I went down the road. Because I was like, why the fuck is he here? So I got down the road. And right at the end of Romeo is that van. And it's wrapped and twisted. And I think it was Jamie's house. But, so uh, they were just right down the street from where Emily They lived <laughs> at the end of the street. We're 54 sound is at I am Romeo and M was there recording his shit. So they recorded D12 did most of devil's night at that studio. At that studio. And then I recorded some shit with some other cats there. I would meet Obi up there and shit. That's gotta be cool going to a, to a legit studio, not someone's basement. I recorded a lot of my shit in a legit studio, but the funnest times were in the basement. Just fuck. Yeah. Dude. Well, cause in, I mean, depending on how your connection with the studio, I mean, it's, you're paying to be there. Right. So like, right. Well, like right now my engineer shout Trey Brown, he's a uh, shaggy Tudor's brother, uh, rocks TV. Um, all that shit. Those guys are dope as fuck. Um, he's going to be engineering most of my album. And, uh, yeah, we'll fucking, we'll bring, we'll walk in, Sober and walk out hungover. <laughs> For sure. We don't give a fuck. But that's you know, th- that's what I like about like what we do though. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like ten minutes after King Gordy walked away from a microphone, I was on the same one. No, that's that's like, sweet. to have. You know, even if nothing ever happens out of everything that I've ever done, the fact that I can say you live those experiences, dude. It's it's a chapter in your life that not yeah. a lot of people can say they can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's my son all the time. He's I like, think it's so he's like, cool. Dad, I feel like you live this other life that I don't know about. <laughs> that's what he says all the time. Like when I was, he was down I here when Batman. I was setting up earlier. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds like my dad. I was, I was down here setting up, and I was like trying to find some. Like I was like, man, is Mitch's music out there still? Yeah. And that was how I found like those two videos, and we were watching. I was like, yeah, I used to know this guy. Like I did shows with him, and then I saw Mike in the side, and I was like, oh, and that's you know. A buddy that just recently passed, or the guy that's coming over today, and he's just like, "How did you know all this?" Because I used to do all like he didn't believe me that I did all this DJing and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, because your dad, cra- yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, so then he's like, "Oh, you're, you're dad. cool, dad. You do all this crazy yeah. stuff." You so old like, bastard. So now, but now, what's funny is like he tells his friends at school that I do a podcast. And, oh yeah, okay, sure. You're not on any, so and, like, oh he, dude, my son he was wants to do it all the time. He's like, "I want to crash." I took I my son to your, M's your house, dude. He was on cloud nine for like two weeks. Oh, for sure. My dude, that's worse than I know. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it probably got him laid. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I don't even want to think about that. I know. Well, my, he's 17. 15, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. Here's where we're at now. Look, mine's in VR right now. I got nothing to worry about. No, he yeah. almost shot me coming VR in. I thought, yeah, I thought I needed a lightsaber to fucking save my own ass. I don't got to worry about the VR getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's- 
You never know. With today's world, right. are you kidding me? We're one robot away from giving birth, motherfucker. Dude, Shouldn't I'm telling you quick. what, look. Ready Player One is the first step of the future. I proposed this to someone the other day that's got Dude, VR. Dude, cars drive themselves I was now. like, look, Ready, Ready Player on One is going to happen. This VR shit's going to get so good. People are really going to fucking live their lives in there because they can't stay in their real lives and they can be whoever they want in there. So Ready Player One's going to happen. Then Terminator's going to happen. Then The Matrix. That's the, the chronological order. We... Um. we Live in this virtual world, then the machines take over, and then we have to try to fight the machines to be Dude, free. you're right. one blowjob away from giving birth to Neo. <laughs> it's gonna suck. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's not so like you said. I didn't know what to think when I walked into your house. <laughs> this glowing, I looked right this glowing the kid. Yeah, he's got this. The room's all dark. Yeah. He's, I just look and, and I'm like, what the fuck, oh, dude? Yeah. Oh, the best was when he turned at you and started talking about yeah. the stairs, and she's like, yeah, the up. stairs are right there. You are correct, right. sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's where stairs are. Oh, you're talking to your No, it's game. hilarious. Yeah. No, it's awesome, man. I love Look, that. Look, I'll tell you what's crazy. So I have friends that I that I've only know yeah. through gaming that I've been playing games with 10 years or more. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, there's some people that yeah. I play games You've with. you officially became friends with them. Pretty much, yeah. Like, uh, I know about some of their kids and their families and their wives and all this stuff. And sometimes you hear them in the background saying shit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hilarious. You're, but, like, I, I got this group of people that I play games with. And it's just been, like, fucking Christmas like, for 10 cards, years. Yeah. I know them longer than some people I've known in my yeah. real life. Or yeah. talk to them more frequently. Yeah. Well, some some of them have actually gotten together and met each other. They've they've traveled and stuff. But and they're from all over. Christmas I got a buddy cards. in Arizona. We got this funny Canadian. He disappeared for fucking six months. And we were like, where the hell did this guy go? We where thought he just like go? he just decided not to talk to anyone yeah, anymore. And then he comes away. back out of nowhere. Yeah, and he comes back out of nowhere. And we're like, where the fuck happened to you? He's like, oh, don't you know I was up hunting wolves? <laughs> we're like, what the fuck are you talking about hunting wolves? Don't you know? He's like, told you. He's like, yeah, yeah you told, I told you. Yeah. I was like, yeah. My Jimmy took a jet. I was sitting on the side of the road. But I mean, but it's this cast of characters, man, that just got these crazy ass stories, That's hilarious. and it's so bizarre. And yeah. so, like, and one of them, he's friends with uh, uh, some some pretty legit movie people. His one buddy has directed quite a few movies, like Blue Ruin. He did uh, Green Room. Um, and a couple of the movies, he's got a Netflix deal. Nice. So he knows, like, he's always Fuck like, dude, yeah. he's like, look out for this. It's coming to Netflix. It's my buddy's movie. Uh, he did this movie called Murder Party was one of his first ones, which is actually on Netflix, I think, right now. Um, Murder Party? Yeah, it's an old, it's that an older exciting. movie. But, I mean, he's done these, these movies, and he... And like the the one guy that he's friends with is an actor that's been in every single one of his other buddies' director yeah. movies, and it's just cool to see like oh shit man this is someone that I just play games with and he knows all these people and and he tells me ahead of time yeah he's working on this new project keep an eye out for it here it comes bam and then all of a sudden sure enough it's up there it, it is it's it's nuts but these are just people all around the country just play games with yeah no it's amazing how you, you know what's funny is to go back to everything like. Me and you went to school together in middle school. Yeah. You left. Life happens. 15 years later, whatever the fuck it is, we're doing this right now. Yup. And we've both interacted with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's crazy. You know, like I said, my cousin is the one that did most of, you know, with with 20 Dead and stuff like that. Like, they did a lot of shit. They were signed to the same label that Kid Rock was signed to in Detroit, Overcore Records. I would say shout out to them, but they fucking suck. 
Wait, it it fucked everybody. No, it's not allegedly. They fucking suck. Well, that's his opinion. He can, yeah, you can. Yeah. An, an opinion you can no. have. It's when you well, say that someone did, did something well, that you can't back up. I think that's when you got to insert allegedly. Well, they damn near <laughs> fucked up Bob's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But they fucked 20 dead. Because um, in 99 is when they were on tour. Um, matter of fact, type in 20 dead on your UR. Because you'll see. They did the, the farm club. Which was a cool little dealio. They did, there was an interview with, uh, remember Matt Penfield from MTV? Yes. Yeah, he did the interview what's with the, him. What's the whole name? 20 Dead what? 20 Dead Flower Children. Because if you put in 20 Dead, two there's zero, a lot of... No, do the 2-0. 2-0. Oh, 2-0, Yeah. If you put in 20 Dead, there's just nothing but murder stuff coming up. Oh, I deleted a D. Well, no, you can go down. Well, you made it that close. But no, it was... Um, Oh yeah, here we go. Like they did the the farm club thing, and uh, it was with Eminem and uh, Disturbed, and everybody was just coming out at the same time. But with, if I remember everything right, so don't quote me on this either. Um, their record label wouldn't release them, so they couldn't. Yeah, there's Matt. They couldn't get re-signed to a real label. Huh. And that's what Kid Rock did. And there's Matt right there. And that's what, what Kid Rock did. He's The way he signed his was allowed to release. That's why you got Bow with the Bow. Because this is the same fucking year that that happened. Really? Yeah. My cousin's the drummer. Dennis is the vocalist. There's there's Jay Shout. Jay House. Love you, cuzzo. But these guys, look, they even got psychopathic fucking shirts on. Uh, the bass player... It has a psychopathic fucking hoodie on. And this hit way too many people. This is when that rap, yeah. hardcore, Limp Bizkit, like yep. that whole genre, Rage Against the Machine. Corn, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, this is when all this happened. And 20 Dead did such, dude... So fucking underrated. Now, once he starts singing, here we go. So it's not just a scream the whole time. Yeah. He's melodic. You know what I mean? I just could never do the screaming. It took me two years, mm. give or take. They scream. Ogamaw County, they came over. I had the, the band members over, and they, they do the screaming stuff. And uh. One of them's a guy that I work with, and he's like, yeah, man, it took a while to get uh, to where you could do it you know, and, um, and not kill yourself. Uh, Jared Dines. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a YouTuber, but he's a, also he's a guitarist, and I mean, he plays multiple instruments. But uh, he does a YouTube video. Matter of fact, pull that shit up, because so if we're going to do anything <laughs> right now, fuck yeah. it's We're talking about it, so... He does, uh, look at Jay go. <laughs> I love you, you little bastard. Now we wear the same size shoes. I'm only a nine. Damn. I would say my dick is the same size as my <laughs> shoe, but it's not. Allegedly? Oh, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. But look at him go. I did. You know, here's what's funny. All right, little cute thing. So, Jay, if you ever hear this, 20 dad, everybody pay attention. Jay actually bleached his hair with real bleach. 
Yeah, he lost like a lot of hair. <laughs> Fucking retard. <laughs> like went to the store and just bought some bleach. Well, like, bleach, bleach, bleach. Oh my yeah. lord. Like bleach. Uh, Jay, dumbass. That's no, he hilarious. did like, but it looked good for here. But then, like three days later, he was bald. We were calling. I was talking to him on the phone. He's like, "Bro, I'm like half bald." He's like, "My shit's falling out." I'm like, "What'd you do?" He's got bleach my hair. I go, "Bro, bro, you don't really bleach bleach." I'm like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "I use bleach bleach." Oh my <laughs> lord! Wow. They were on tour with ICP during this, and uh, that's why they have. That's yeah. Why. All the gear. Yeah. Watch. Look at Dirty Dave. Just lays the bass down. You see the D on the fucking... Yeah. He's so fucking hype right now. Dennis is a shit, though. I love you, Dennis. Yes, sir. Look at JJ. His hair's falling out right now. Right. As you speak, it's that falling out. In that bastard. video, I think he became balder yeah. in the video. Yeah. From the beginning to the end. <laughs> he lost... <laughs> He's back there headbanging, yeah. playing the he drums, lost, just throwing hair He lost hair four everywhere. handfuls. <laughs> She's so confused. <laughs> yeah. So Yo. what was the other thing you were just saying to look up? Yeah, go on. Someone does some YouTube videos? Yeah, uh, Jared, Jared Vines. Dines. Right there. So, all right. Now, there's a scream thing that he does. Um... Screaming doesn't take talent? Yes. So what he does is he goes to random people. Because your dad, my dad, if he hears anything metal, that doesn't, it's not like, anybody yeah. can fucking just yell. Right. No, Yeah, that's the classic. Yeah. yeah. Every, the so classic argument. The what he does is so fucking funny. Today we are continuing our journey to see if metal screaming truly does not take talent, if anyone can do it, or... Does it actually take talent? Yes. So, some people... Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear your best metal scream? Dude, yeah. All right, let's hear it. Wow! Do you want to give me a metal scream? Bro. Give me your best metal scream? (laughs) It actually wasn't bad. It's a growl. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's... Yeah. Give me your best metal scream? No, but you know what he does? He goes to metal concerts. Oh, so you have so this everybody. Is part two. Maybe there's a part one. Oh, there is definitely a part one. <laughs> look, he, look at Jared. Give me your best metal. Screen. I love that guy. It's not a screen. I've known Give Jared for best. a few years, and he does all sorts of weird shit. She's dying. Solid. What about you? you got any that laugh. laugh. <laughs> Do you want to hide? Do you want to yell? Do you want to low? Do you want to? Whatever your best. Whoa, the yeah. eyebrow work there. His <laughs> eyebrows were. Yeah, hang on, man bun. You're welcome. Yeah. No warm ups. I can't. I got no warm up. Can you give me your best metal scream? Yeah, let's try this. <laughs> best metal scream. Yeah. So for the record, yes, it oh, does okay. take talent. Oh you, yeah. You pricks. <laughs> you fucking pricks. Oh, here, here's the first one. The blonde one looked like a baby bird trying to get food from its mom. Give me your best metal scream. Look at Jared. Look at Jared. He doesn't know what to do. He's trying to take the microwave, but the motherfucker wouldn't leave him alone. He almost swallowed the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your best metal scream. He said metal scream, not deep throat. I mean, half of these guys look like they're vomiting. Bro. (laughs) It's actually pretty damn good. How long have you been screaming? 
Uh, probably only about like two years. Really? Yeah. So in my car. Yeah. <laughs> but it took practice. Yes, definitely. Lots of practice. Lots of practice, definitely. Can you give me your best metal scream? And I thought it sucked. <laughs> nice. Do you want Not, to give me your best metal scream? That wasn't too bad. Oh, heck yeah. <sighs> nice. But it's a scream. It's a scream. Yeah. Anybody can grunt. Which is what he's yeah. doing. But the way that he proves the point with everybody screen. else, it's hilarious. Because okay. 95% of them are just, yeah. So you can't yeah. just, like, you can't just no make shit. it happen. So my thing, I break it. Yeah, this one down here, right? Yeah. That one's funny. If you manage a team. Yeah, it's hilarious. No, you I, don't want to hear a commercial? No, I don't fuck a commercial. No, it's funny because everybody, if you're not involved, you know what I'm saying? If you yeah. never really watch the music yeah, scene happen, if you take a, just the drum beats and the guitar riff and create music, or you watch a producer just start to put a pattern together to create a track, and then you write lyrics to it. Like, that process is a fucking process. For sure. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, they just don't look at it the way it should be. I can't do it. So what you're saying is it's not easy. I mean, he looked like he was constipated. Yeah, I think he. I think he pooped. You can't do a pig school. Can you give me your best metal scream? Nope. No. Like you want to? Sure. They want it. It's easy. It sounds so much better in your head. This is the. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, that was static. I thought he was going to pass out. <laughs> but what he does, he goes to metal concerts. Because you know you sang it in the car on the way there. And you, you found out on your way to Slipknot, you sound like Journey. You fucking dildo. And now, now, when, now when a guy shows up with a mic, he's like, hit me. And you're going, oh my god, what was that? Yeah, now you you sound like Macho Man Randy Savage. I keep trying. I want to practice and learn, but I just can't. So it doesn't come naturally, is what you're saying. No, no, no. Like I try, but like whenever I do it, it's like quiet, and I can only hear it myself. Yeah. I can't get that projection going. Yeah. Would you like to? Try? And then he woke up, and <laughs> turns sure out he never more, had. We need more women in this video. I have no know-how on how to scream at all. Can you give me your best metal scream? He looks like he's ready for it. He does. Give me your best metal scream. That was adorable. Okay. Now you found a vocalist. That's pretty good. Oh, now, how long have you been doing yeah. vocals? Screaming, I don't know, maybe four years, I guess. So it didn't come yeah. naturally. Oh, hell no, it didn't. All right, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and all these guys start off so deep. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're, <laughs> and, then, and, then he goes, and then he goes high peg. Ironically, that's a woman, and the guy before it sounded the same. <laughs> Dude, he looked like he was in it to win it, bro. I really, he like flexed into it. Oh, dude, yeah, he, 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 good. he actually blew an O-ring during that. It's funny. No, it's amazing. Oh. My my daughter, I'll call my girl, and my daughter will answer the phone. Yeah. Hello, what do you want? 
My yeah. daughter does his voice all the time. You know what I love about Dave and Chuck the Freak? Damn. That's how that's how Chuck says his asshole sounds. Oh yeah. If his asshole had a had a had a voice. <laughs> a voice. Yeah. That's a good really like doing. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I've had a hard time pooping. <laughs> and to me, that's like the greatest thing ever. Hey, don't fucking die over there. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm not working right now. <laughs> I need you to push harder. It's yeah, I, I never. That's that's hilarious. Jeez. No, when he, he you know, what, what Dave and Chuck. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, no huge shot there. I know, Andrew the man expert. That's, yeah, that's my dog. Yeah, that is. Oh, my, that guy was hilarious. That is my man. dog. You want to do another podcast? I'm bringing his ass yeah, with for me. sure. Oh. He's a fucking riot, dude. What? We were at a bar Why together. Has he been on the show? Anymore? Listen to me. We were at a bar together, and he starts talking to this chick, and this other girl goes, "Hey, are you the dude from the radio?" And he was like, well, I talk a little bit sometimes. You know, what's up? And she was like, no, you're a whore. And he goes, bitch, did you just get mad at a shark for swimming? And the way he said it <laughs> was hilarious. I'm oh, like, dude, dude some what of the is shit the greatest said, line? Yeah. We're in it, the, it, off goes, the top of his head. We're at a nuts. bar right now. He goes, are you single? You mangle? He's like, you mad at the shark for swimming? <laughs> Jeez, yeah, no, he was, he like, was hilarious. Bro. He oh, was dude, Andrew is the shit, dude. I remember when I was married, I was actually, I was hand washing dishes. So I put him on speakerphone and my ex-wife was out of the room. And as she came in, he was like, Jay, what we need to do is go to the bar, find some bitches, get fucked up and see some titties. Like he said something like off the wall shit. And, and my ex-wife Candy was like, Hey Drew, and he was like, "Hey, you know what we was doing? We was talking about getting you some Mother's Day shit." Like, he, went, he went right into like, he dove right into something else, and he was like, "I didn't know we were doing that, bro." I was like, "Dude, I'm washing dishes." He's like, "Yeah, I can't hear you. I gotta go." <laughs> I can't hear you. I gotta go. Hey, hey, hey thank you, Frozen. Can you hear me now? No. Nope. He was like, "Hey, Bill, what we was talking about was Mother's Day bullshit." <laughs> He's a fucking champion, dude. No, the dude's hilarious, bro. Oh shit. No, him and James Campbell. James is a buddy of mine. He's a fucking lunatic. I uh I just emailed He won't go to the airport without five dildos in his Yeah, bag. I know. He's crazy. It's That's hysterical. I my sisters talked to him on Instagram yes, he's about been cats. Walmart to Walmart, yeah. But I uh I actually I just emailed uh Andy to see if he'd want to come on and do this. I actually I fucking emailed Joe Rogan too. Nice. Yeah, I emailed Joe because he's going to be in town uh, in October or November. He's he's got a show here, and I was just I like, respect the fuck. Well, fuck it. well, like that was a, a huge inspiration for the format. Yeah, of just having the open conversation. I, I just Dude, Joe wherever Joe it goes. Rogan's I mean, like, look how many different topics yeah. we've talked about and weird shit that's just kind of come up, and I love that like organic. Uh, oh, of course. Just naturally happening, conver- happening conversations. So that's what I really try well, to model this out of. other people's perspective. You know what I mean? Sure. It, it can. You have an idea. I knew coming over here that we were going to talk about my music. A, that's just why you right. hit me up to begin with. Yep. But then there was McLean, and then his passing, and then knowing that you knew Mitch. You know what I mean? So there was. We were a little bit of common ground there too. Now. Yeah, I yeah. knew there was going to be a little bit of that, but then we we dove into skateboarding. Yeah, video games, I mean, we we're just screaming. We're we're watching a, a fat girl yell at a microphone, which is hysterical, by the way. But no, and then Joe Rogan does like he does the same thing with his yeah. podcast, and it's I've watched 
damn near all of them. I've I've learned more shit watching yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast than I did for four years at fucking high school. For sure. Oh, I mean, because because it's not just like comedian buddies. It's it's a little bit of everything. Well, he's an he's an amazing comedian, and he does have connections with that. Oh yeah. But he's also very you know his just open to talking to people. Yes, and, and like he, learning more. You know, for sure. Uh, Musk. Yeah, you know, he's had him on like think, twice or two, you know, two or three times or something. Um, other sciences. Look, uh, I, I I ended up listening to a podcast about Genghis Khan and the Mongol invasion for like three days yeah. because the dude that did and that podcast was on Joe Rogan. Did you ever Rogan. think you were going to have that conversation with anybody? Right. Hey, I mean, you want just, to talk about gorillas? Not really. And then... You know, you did it <laughs> right. Yeah, top of the stairs, right there. Yeah, no, it's it's insanity. You know, no, but he does that, and he does it so well. Like that podcast is actually, dude, it's super cool. When I was, well, it's one of the. I think it's in the the top two podcasts in the country. Oh, as it should be. Who's number one? I can't remember what it was. I, I think he was just behind someone else this year. I think like I, most years in like the whoever's making the most money from podcasts or right. best rated podcasts, whatever. He's always in like the top two. Oh, the dude, top no, five. it's insane. Well, he's brought in everybody from scientists. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we were saying, it's crazy. So he, you know, and then obviously people know him from the UFC or Fear Factor and all that shit. But he's actually a, a great comedian. If you've ever watched yeah. his Netflix, but as an interviewer. When it comes to things outside of his realm, yeah. outside of fighting, outside of comedy, you know, and, all comedy and all that shit. Because he's he bringing like Elon Musk or others. Like, uh, well, he's an avid hunter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so know. he brings in those types he's of He's always posting shit about I, the, the dude, elk fucking, that he's cooking. Yeah, I fucking love it, man. It's, it's I've listened cool to a couple of his episodes when he's on his way to go hunting. He'll record them on his, on his phone in the car. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen on... There is another Netflix thing. It's... Uh, it's another hunter um, that does some stuff about uh, meat eater. Meat eater, yep. Yeah. He was on that. Was he? And I only knew about meat eater because of following Joe Rogan. Yeah. And then I watched fucking like two seasons of the shit. <laughs> I was locked right in. Oh, you know for what sure. I mean? Like, you hunt? Fuck yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. I got property up in There's Ottawa. a bear in the freezer. I got a Nice. The black bear. The fuck are we doing later? Yeah. Cook it shit. Shit, dude. I actually sorry, vegans. I might have lost most of the meat. Not at all. Fuck you. The, the fucking <laughs> the fridge got unplugged one day. Oh. And I didn't know, and it's oh, like the oh, third time oh. the meat's thawed and been frozen. So hey. I gotta still gotta take the hide in to uh, get. I'm gonna get it turned into a rug. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I'll show you cool. pictures and shit when we're done. It's funny because yeah. I got drunk a couple weekends ago and I no, burned my arm. You didn't. We were up north, and I burned my arm, but it looks kind of like claw marks. So if it makes a nice scar, I can tell the grandkids, like, hey, yeah. see that bear? You know what happened here? Yeah. What happened to your arm, Grandpa? I fought a fucking bear. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Not really, but... Hey. Dude, that was one of the fucking scariest Dude. things I've ever done. You know what the best thing about a rumor is? You can start your own. <laughs> uh, I fucking fought a bear. Who's going to tell you no? Yeah, right? Hey, were you there? That, that shit was Shut scary. Up. That was fucking nervous. Well, who's got a bear rug? Right. Yeah. Who won? Yeah. Fuck you. I jumped out of that tree like yeah. fucking Rambo. Shut up, knife Ethan. in my knife <laughs> in my teeth. <laughs> jumped out. Said, "Hey, yeah. you guys!" And then jumped on the bear's back. Yeah. You know, I yeah. wear pumas because I killed the fucking, fucking puma. puma. <laughs> is that real leopard skin? Yeah. And I Goddamn got, right it is. Yeah. This shit was crazy though. What uh? What do you normally hunt for? Um, deer mostly. Yeah. Um, small game every now and then. Uh, gun, bow, both. Yep. No, I uh, I shot my f- my first deer ever 
was with a bow. I was 14, and it was Damn. a four-point. I'm not going to lie. I've not gotten a deer yet because I've been trying. So I didn't get back into hunting. When I was a kid, my stepdad hunted a lot. So I had a like a shotgun, a little 20-gauge. Would do like rabbit hunting and stuff. And I would go deer hunting. Never saw a deer when I was a kid, but, I, you know, being a kid, wasn't Since super paid attention. I grew up with my dad, and uh, we have property in Onaway, which is about an hour and a half north of Mayo. Okay. Damn, that's up there. And uh, Mayo is like a three-hour drive from where we're at. Yeah. And <laughs> I've seen in my tree stand alone, you know, because we have multiple. I don't hunt the same tree. We we scope. We do all the bullshit. Yeah. But uh, I've seen fucking numerous elk walk through, bear, yep, uh, coyotes, uh, a bobcat, and then my 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 biggest fucking butt pucker. <laughs> I shit you not, dude. I I set up a natural blind where I took uh, a rope and I tied it around three trees. And I started going through these pines and just cutting off yeah. limbs. And, and hanging, hanging them yeah. on the outside. So, yeah. So, I, I I preset myself, like, where I think I would sit. So, I made the rope that high. Right. Then I brought the chair after I was done. And sat down. Realized I set the rope way too fucking high. Oh, really? Yeah. So, right as night starts to hit, I can hear something chewing on these apples. Because I was hunting by an apple tree. And I kind of sat up a little bit, and there was four fucking coyotes. And I'm on the ground during bow season. So I have a bow and a knife. That's it. (laughs) And I'm like 17, and I'm like, this is how I'm going out. You know, like... Just shit, kind of like, oh, fuck. Well, this was short-lived. Had a good run, I guess. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. So one walks by me, but it doesn't see me. It literally just walks right past me. And I'm like, dude, now it's starting to get too dark. Even if I wanted to shoot something, I couldn't really. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to wait for these idiots to, to finish leave. these fucking apples. And I sat there for like an hour and a half. By the time I got back to camp, my dad was about to send out a search party. He said, where the fuck were you? I go, you know what, asshole? We're going to have a talk about this. I'm like, is that whole idea you had about fucking setting up that yeah. rope and shit? Horrible idea. <laughs> I go, fuck you. Sounds like it worked out pretty good. They didn't see you. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't die. <laughs> and all that pine smell probably yeah. covered you. Well, he goes, well, who doesn't bring a chair out first? Yeah, right. I'm 17, asshole. This is where you come in as a father. <laughs> You're supposed to teach yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, advice. He, he let you learn on yeah. your own. Yeah, right. <laughs> Guess who hasn't done that again? But I was always a, a huge blind guy. Yeah. Huge. I love blinds. Um, I, do, I don't... I have a couple of tree stands, but... I got a climber. It sucks because, like, I'm 312 pounds right now. So, like, it's tough finding... You're 312? Yeah, shut up. Uh, no, I was yeah. going to wrestle you, but now I'm not. <laughs> now I just... I said, fuck it. I'm over it. We're just going to leave and not do that. Yeah, so... It's hard finding shit that's like rated to hold me. Like the kayak I got hanging in my in my garage. Like I had to buy a kayak that can hold. I think it holds like four hundred and twenty pounds. Four hundred and twenty pounds. We we've got a couple houses on Lake Orion. My uncle does and her aunt does. So we've got two family houses up there, and her aunt bought a bunch of kayaks. Yeah. The kayaks are rated for like two fifty. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, you know, they're rated for two fifty. Really, they can hold more. That's just the yeah. safe loading limit, yeah, watch right? Me get in. I was putting that thing underwater. So yeah. I was. That's when I was like, all right, yeah. I got to buy my own kayak. So then, uh, hey, listen, and I, and Leo, I like, you're gonna need to fucking <laughs> right? 
find another sheet of wood. So I like to fish, so I was like, oh, I'm going to get a fishing kayak. Like that one I'm supposed to be able to stand up on if maybe my center of gravity wasn't so high and so heavy <laughs> because it's <laughs> tough as fuck. My kids can jump on the damn thing standing up, yeah. and I'm like, huh, 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 trying not to fucking fall, so I barely ever stand up. Actually, i got to make a whole little other thing that will make, make it easier. But uh, And then I ended up getting the boat. So... But it's it's hard finding shit. So like my climbing tree stand weighs a ton just to carry it out there like oh, as a backpack. And then my uncle, he weighs like a buck thirty maybe, and he's got like this super light one that like it's two pieces. It's aluminum. It's all aluminum. And yeah. it, I mean like and he can climb the tree so fast and I'm over here, I gotta yeah. set up all this he shit. He runs up that fucker like a spider yeah, monkey. It's nuts. Which is if you've ever seen anyone use a climbing stand, it's pretty funny. Yeah, um I my cousin Brick, who that's his actual name, by the way. Brick. Okay. B R I K. Yeah. Wait a name would have named that one. What did that come Yeah, what Yeah. Well fuck if I know. I didn't name him. But he's got a couple of climbers and watching his fat ass do it is hysterical. Yeah. Cause we we set up a stand. He was about two hundred and fifty yards from me on a on like a ten acre field. So we were he was on one side, side I was on the other. other. And it was during bow season, so it was a matter of just watching him come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I had a ladder stand, so I put it together and stood it up and ran right. and strapped it and called it a fucking day. I was doing shots in five minutes. Yeah, he's got to climb all. I'm climb watching this asshole with fucking. I got these <laughs> binoculars, dude, and I'm watching him. I had to call him, and about halfway up, he answers his phone. What? I go, dude. I've been watching you struggle with this thing for 20 minutes. I go, you're the most entertaining thing I'm gonna see this whole weekend. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. It's, I go, I don't mean, fall though. It's Brick. a crazy fucking feeling because, oh, like, because he's he's like, I go, are you fucking the tree? Like, what are you doing? He goes, do you ever put one of these up? I go, no. And well, that's why, because you look yeah, like a nuts. retard. It's nuts. Because like, so they're they're connected usually by like a tether between them, but it's broken into two pieces. The top piece is your seat, and the bottom part is like your foot platform, and most of them will have on the the seat has like a bar that comes all the way out in front of you so you can like rest your gun on it whatever but that also serves as a seat when you're climbing yes because it puts your weight into it so it digs into the tree so literally you got to set this thing up on the tree and fight like these two pieces that are are literally together fucking and then then, like so like so literally you you stand up you slide the one up then you sit on it and then you lift your feet up and and it's just the angles that everything hits the tree and digs in it's got like grip and stuff but it's like literally you go up the tree and it it is ridiculous but uh yeah if you can watch somebody from an outsider's perspective yeah it's it's worth a chuckle so (laughs) the the bear one was scary so like i've never got a deer yet uh because i didn't get back into hunting i don't know until probably about like five years ago okay so like my grandma's got 10 acres up in k-pax it's like an hour away um and my uncle's gotten a bunch of deer up there and i've seen deer I've just never shot at one. Uh, I did see a buck a couple years ago, um, but it was too far for a good shot because it was, there was a lot of trees. Right. So it was like I was seeing it between trees, and it was too good, too far for a good shot. There was a deer that I could have taken a shot with my bow. When I got down out of the tree and walked to where it was, I was like, probably a good thing I didn't take it because it was a lot farther than it looked. Like that, it messes with you. That oh, angle yeah. from when you're up high, things look closer than they are. Oh, when you're 20 feet in the air. <clears throat> it's a different perspective. So, uh, so never got a deer. Uh, we took my son out, got a couple rabbits, um, and then uh, 
fucking that bear. Then I then I got that bear, and that was we went to Canada. Yeah, it was cool because we stayed on this island. So the the island was where the lodge was. This right. little old couple in like in their seventies. These are the toughest people I've ever met. They live there year round, and they literally. Uh, I could have looked it up on the screen. <laughs> So we go to this island, She's and, and, and that's point. where we we stayed in these uh these cabins and everything. Yeah. And, and like they had a sauna. That's how you took a bath. Is that they had a sauna, and then they had like hot pots of water, and then cold fresh water, and you just like use ladles and rinse yourself off and right, lather it up. Yeah. And stuff. It was cool. Yeah, you're and fucking we went Amish to, at and, this point. Pretty much, and everything's powered by uh by propane. Like your whole cabin, yeah. the fridge is propane. Right. Everything was propane. And then uh, we would go to the mainland to go hunting. And they had over 20 different stands. Yeah. So these were like traditional bear paths and stuff like that. So it was just, we would go out, we would bait, and they used barrels, uh, and they would use like dog food. Like, dude, they had this huge shipping container on their property that was just filled with dog food, cat food, all kinds of stuff so the bears can't break in and, and eat right. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you use the barrels to judge how big the bear is. So... <clears throat> If the, the the barrel's got two rungs on the belly and then there's the top of it, so like if it was above that second rung or higher, it was a good bear. You know, it was a, it was a good size to shoot. Right. Uh, you know, like when you're 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 deer hunting and you get that like your heart's pounding because you see a deer come in and you don't you don't want to fucking scare it. You're trying to hope get a good shot and you get that whole oh, shit, man. My heart's thumping now because the you know it's getting close. I had that along with. Please don't fucking see me. Please don't fucking see me. Right. Because the black bear can climb a tree. And like literally to oh, set the to set the stage. Have you ever watched a bear climb a tree? To, yeah. Oh yeah. To set the stage. He runs. Right up before that we left, I'm a I'm a big fan of making sure that I have taken a shit and a piss before I go hunting. So it's definitely a good I, idea. So I go use the bathroom. Definitely. And the there's case, like sir. magazines, and I'm looking at this magazine and it's talking about how smart black bears are and how they're known to set traps and I know I'm gonna they, do something uh, different. Yeah, here. no, they um, they, dude, they they are underrated. As intelligence, that's what they were saying. So I read this right before I go out to go hunting. Yeah, I'm reading about how they can, they've been like injured and doubled back and set traps and ambush hunters and stuff like that. And I'm like, fuck. So when they tell you if you shoot a bear, if you hear the death moan, you'll hear it make a noise. Wait a you know like an hour, then go look for you it. You gotta let it go. But man. they said if you don't hear anything, don't go after it. So I'm up in the tree only for like I don't know, like two hours maybe, and uh, this bear comes in, and it was like as soon as I heard a noise and I looked and I saw black, it was like oh fuck, <laughs> for real, dude. Like I'll show you the video. Of it. I oh, caught it. Shit. It was like oh shit, this just got real. This is a fucking wild bear. There's no goddamn zoo barricade here. There's no giant chasm. It's got to climb. Right. Like if that's the bear there, you know. So it was it was intense, man. And uh, it came in. It was real cautious. It sniffed around and stuff. Then it started messing with the barrel. I saw it was big enough. I was waiting to see, make sure there was no cubs or anything. Right. Uh, tipped the barrel over eight. Yeah, my, if you if you see a cub, dude, get the fuck out of my there. My gun was resting on the the rest in front of me, and when I picked it up, it squeaked like the foam, and it stopped eating and started looking around, and I was just like frozen, dude. And I'm holding my shotgun, and I'm like just frozen here, and like the gun just starts feeling heavier and heavier and heavier, oh, yeah. and it's like, oh shit, man, come on, fucking turn around so I could set this thing down, you know. And then it finally it walked off, and I was like, fuck, I might have just missed my only chance at a bear, and then it came back. 
And that was when I was like, all right, there's no Cubs. It's been like 20 minutes. It's just this bear. And I just kind of propped up and I was aiming down and I let it just walk right into my crosshairs. And right when it walked in, just, and I I saw the hole and that thing took off fucking running. And as soon as it ran, I was just like, oh, fuck. I just shot a bear. And like yeah. I was oh, talking adrenal- to myself, dude, you're oh, adrenaline. Dude. I was talking to myself. Oh, I got to walk. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I just shot. There, yeah. no, everything just scattered. You got a fucking fine. heart on. What the fuck's going on? I mean, reloaded and shit. I was like, motherfucker, right? You know, because like my <laughs> uncle, the first time he went bear hunting, he went with a bow. I said, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, good for you if that's how you're hunting, but I'm sorry if I'm gonna hunt an animal like that. I'm making sure I can reload fast. And uh, so then I didn't hear the death moan. <laughs> this is not time for Sacagawea. Yeah, I, I did not hear the yeah. death moan, so I'm like, I'm not getting the fuck out of this tree. So now I got to wait, and I got <laughs> dropped off. Like, I got dropped off at the road. I walked through this giant open field that felt like Jurassic Park 2 when the raptors are running, right. and you see them moving through the grass. Yeah. So, like, normally when I'm deer hunting, I'll keep my gun in the case, and I'll take it out, and I'll pull it up in the tree and shit. I was ditched the case and went safety off walking through this woods you know but i go through this, full fucking rambo oh yeah fuck bears right <laughs> so i shoot this one it takes off running and now i'm like i gotta wait because i got dropped off i gotta wait for my ride yeah. and shit and everybody else so i'm sitting there waiting and i'm like looking around looking at the birds stuff like that and another fucking bear comes in <laughs> this one i got a video it was, it was smaller <laughs> this one comes in and it's like sniffing around it sniffs where the blood is and stuff Round and then it two. just goes to eating yeah and then like <laughs> i got video i'm looking at the bear and then i just turn the camera and look at me and i'm just like what the fuck you know and like yeah. and it just sat there eating but now it's starting to get dark i'm like i gotta get the fuck out of here yeah you know like you're talking about with the coyotes i got a fucking bear like 20 yards away from me so then it uh it eventually went up the hill and as soon as it went up the hill i waited like five minutes got my knife out and i was banging on the metal stand to make a bunch of noise try to scare it away and then i was like Every two rungs of the ladder, look around. Yeah. You know, every oh, couple, yeah. look around. And as soon as I got down, I had my flashlight under the barrel. I mean, it was fucking tactical. Like Dude, I was. Oh, yeah. Well, because look, I know there's he, one bear that I pissed off because I shot it. And then there's another one there's right one up the hill leak and that literally just walked away uh, five minutes ago. Yeah, there's one leak and then his boy shows up. So like, I'm like, fuck? There, I know there's two bear around me. I'm, I'm not getting my down. So yeah. literally, I got a spotlight on my head. I got the flashlight in my barrel. <laughs> and I'm walking through the woods and I'm fucking watching the tree line and shit. Then I get to the road and I got to wait for a ride. So now I'm standing in the road for like 20 minutes to half an hour just fucking swiveling around like yeah. just, just like fucking Dude, i remember it was my, crazy my dad i was probably 19 20 and i i normally hunt um when i'm up in Onaway, if during bow season especially um i'll hunt off the side of this couple of fields because as it gets darker the fields are brighter oh, yeah. longer than the woods right so I can stay out longer than somebody who's in the woods. I have a couple of stands that are probably like a mile and a half deep. And they're, I'm in the middle of Shitsville. Right. And that's where I've seen the bobcat and all that shit. And I like hunting back there. But there's just certain <laughs> times where I feel like if I hunt off the side of this field, I can let things come in. Right. Yeah. So I'm usually like the last one back. So I get back and my dad's not there. And my property, we all have our own trailers. Okay. I have my own. My brothers have their own. That's cool. Two brothers, um, my uh, my two uncles and three cousins, I believe. It looks like a little ghetto trailer park in the middle of nowhere. We have a big ass pavilion in the middle. We yeah. have five acres in Onaway, but we got three hundred thousand acres of state land that's right, right, surrounded. So yeah, so like, we're fucking good. Yeah. So I get back and you know I make a drink and come out and do my thing. 
And I realized my dad's not back yet. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to my brother Brian. I go, Where, you know, where's Pop? I said, I don't have him back yet. Now my dad, I knew where he was at. He was in these pines. So he's going to be the f- usually the first one back. Because it gets so fucking it gets dark. dark. yeah. You just can't yeah. shoot a shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's not about a, your set of balls. It's about visually you Being can't shoot it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So about 20 minutes go by. I go, we're going to go fuck. Like, he must fell off his tree. Like, so, Something happened. I started to get nervous. Right. You know, it's my dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, motherfucker, where the fuck is he at? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I see this truck coming down the road. And it's, you know, it's my dad's truck. And he pulls in and he gets out. And I go, where the fuck? I go, you know, I thought maybe he shot something. Right. And he started to track it a little bit. and get, got like, too a dark, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And he throws me a carrot. And I go, what the fuck you doing? And he goes, look at it. I go, it's a carrot. Fucking need to look at it. It's a fucking care. So I look at it, dude. The tooth mark out of this cocksucker was about as wide as my fucking pinky. He was the biggest fucking black bear I've ever seen in my life. Went and it laid. This is there was that tuberculosis bullshit. Mm-hmm. So you weren't allowed to to bait. Yeah, right the, be- the year before that. So my dad put like. Well, I think they just made it all over Michigan now. You can't. Yeah. You can't bait well, it this all was starting before, this year. This was before that. So yeah. it was, well, I know in like certain zones they changed the rules. Like, out of, of carrots and shit. He said this thing laid down and it covered the whole fucking pile. And it was right around. It was, it was starting to get dark. Yeah, what so did you do? So he sat there listening to this thing eat carrots. He's like, I didn't get out of the tree because it was fucking just sitting there. Right. And he wasn't going to shoot it. Because, one, you're not bear hunting. Right. So he doesn't have yeah. a permit for it. So if he shot in the back, he's fucked. Yep. You know what I mean? Because obviously it wasn't coming towards you. I'll tell you what. What went through my mind when that one was there, I mean, it was a smaller bear, but still, I thought about just firing off a shot to scare it. Like, it, it got to that point well, where it was starting to get was dark. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, so unless you got a sidearm. Yeah. No, yeah. we were doing bow hunting. So he didn't have any yeah, firearm anything, on him. Yeah. So if he shoots the bear, it's literally an yeah. arrow in its back. Right. So you can argue that to the death. But yeah. it laid on his pile. So he waited for that sucks. the noise to stop. And he waited 10 more minutes. And then he got out of his tree. And he, you know, his tree stand was maybe a quarter mile off a two track, which was two miles off the road. <laughs> now, my dad is a man's man. He's a boxer. <laughs> a man's man. I go, dude. How fast do you get out of there? He goes, he looks right at him and he goes, I've never ran so fucking fast in my life. <laughs> dude, it's, 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 it's something else. Cause like, dude, when, you, when you're out about. there and you just but know the first that there's thing shit he out there, he's going to grab anymore. a carrot. And that's what he did. Yeah, and he grabs a fucking carrot. No, he took his flashlight, he grabbed a fucking carrot. So that's what he threw at me and my brother Brian. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right. He goes, you don't even know the size of that cocksucker. He goes, that motherfucker was there for an hour and a half. But he goes, he came right at dark. Right. He yeah. goes, so it was right at that point where you're deciding whether or not you're going to shoot anything. <laughs> right. And then the thing you're not hunting that you don't shows have a up. permit for, the most angry cocksucker in the woods. Shows up. Lays down on your bait pile and just hangs out and just has a feast. Yeah, see, at least where I normally go deer hunting is nowhere near bear. So. Well, <laughs> well you know, actually... Well, there, I mean, there's still some up there now, but there was a moment where those, like, because they love those wetland areas and all that stuff, and a lot of it dried up, so they kind of moved a little bit more towards the UP area and all that stuff, because we're in Onaway. 
So there was a moment where the bear was really heavy. Yeah. And it kind of fucked up our deer hunting because the deer yeah, pushed away. Yep. And then those wetlands started to dry up. So they so moved. the deer started to come back, but the bear started to leave. And I always wanted a bear permit. So yeah. it's funny. Well, because you, you have said to do you've a lottery. never shot a deer. Yeah. I can't believe you killed a fucking, well, fucking bear. Every everybody in our party shooting. Everybody in our party, but one person That's got a, a bear. Li- yeah, because I, I would but love where to we hunt right one. where we were at. Yeah. Getting a bear permit is just going to the store. It isn't a lottery because there's so many of them. So yeah, because here you have we, to have so a lottery. So we were up in Sudbury, Canada. Yeah. So like for. For us, it well, was yeah, literally those, just go to go to Canada Tire and and get a, a license. But you could go to a different province in Canada, and it's a lottery system because there's no bear there. Right. But like where we were, there's almost no moose, so they don't even. I don't even think he said they give yeah, moose Michigan permits anymore. But where uh, you could go over to another area, and then it's moose tickets all you want. So it, it just depends on where you're at up there. But yeah, yeah. here it's a lottery. Yeah. Uh, my uncle it's just like five, my uncle five just years? got it. He got uh, Is it this five year. Years? I think so, and I guess what they do is when you enter, every year that you enter consecutively, you get, like, points, and it basically all that does is gives you a better chance of right. just being, like, a top pick because you've waited so long, and my uncle just got one for this uh, this season. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you don't get it, then within five years, you automatically yeah, get it. Yeah, basically. Which is the yeah. same way they do elk, which is to it? me is funny, because they take you, like in Michigan, they take you right to... Where the elk are, you're not even you're not hunting them, right? Because it's probably what only like a special zone that you can shoot, yeah. you can hunt them in, right? And it's like what the fuck, dude? Because yeah. I hunt deer, so yeah. I've watched elk come through, come through yeah. which is hilarious because it's like a fucking it's a horse with horns, bro. And up I mean, in Ottawa, mounted because you know, we're 45 heads, minutes but... north of Atlanta, which is the elk capital of Michigan. Atlanta, okay. they have yeah huge amount of elk up there, and uh, I've watched. So many females run through fields and shit like that. And then there was this one time I was up. I had a ladder stand I put up. It's like 15 feet. And I was maybe a row deep into the woods. Because I wanted to be like at least a couple trees deep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it was rifle. So I was trying to hide myself a little bit. Yeah. Now, you know walking through the woods, you you're about as quiet as... Nothing. No, not at all. Yeah, just, it's amazing. Yeah, try to be quiet. Yeah, dude, no, you st- you you can't <laughs> make enough. What, you can't make enough noise. Which is amazing when you see a heavy fucking animal come dude, through and I you watched, don't even hear it. Dude, this fucking bull comes it's crazy. Through. His spread, I don't. Dude, it had to be six feet wide. <laughs> I didn't hear a goddamn and thing. Isn't it amazing? Like, and he comes you through see, and he like, some looks of their over and he's just like, what's up, bitch? And you see some of the paths that they, yeah. they run on. I mean, Bro, they're not wide. A deer run. And, and it's, they got no, these big a deer ass runs as wide as your dick. And you can't walk through it without making noise, but they go dude. through with those antlers. And, and you make can't a, be. It, it's dude. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. No, if you ever walk with somebody else in the woods, you, you constantly look back and go, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey, bro, watch out. What's your stick? What are you doing? Oh, the best. I go with my own. And then deer walk. They're like. You know, are you floating? It? Yeah. You cocksucker. Fucking ninjas. Yeah. It's crazy. Fucking ninjas. It's fucking ninjas you, of the woods. Yeah. Ninjas of the woods. But shit, well, that's uh, that's two hours and six minutes. That didn't take long, did it? No. Well, it took two hours and six minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, thanks for coming on, dude. Anytime, It was great. Brother. Anytime, man. It was great. Uh, enjoyed talking and catching up. Yeah, for sure. 
anything you want to plug before we take off? Like uh, any, uh, any websites, any social media, shit. any of that stuff? Uh, I mean, there's a few, I guess. I mean, if, if anyone wants to look up the social void stuff, we didn't, we never really put anything out there that much, but um, I will, because I'm working on that new album, um, I will recommend anybody to look up fuck, Critical Bill, obviously Mike McLean, rest in peace, my dog, uh, Mitchie Mitch, uh, Lethal Injections on the album, uh, Dead is gonna be on the album, D-E-D, um, fuck, man, there's a, there's a lot I could, I could, I feel like I could fuck, that's insane, which is stupid, Astray, shout out to Shady with Astray, uh, Hatch, and, uh, Hatch Wise Guy, Fuck man, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot. It's, it's like you're it's, at the, it's, it's like you're giving the thank you speech. You can't remember I know, everybody. Right? Yeah. So when I won this Oscar, right? Yeah. No, well, I I can't, dude. I would I would love to get back in here with you, man. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. For sure. For sure. This is this was fun. Some great stories. Some hunting shit. I don't really have too many hunter friends, so. Well, it's funny. Stuff. We actually we actually Joe Rogan the whole thing because yeah. we went from. One idea, yeah, yeah. and just fucking Two, a few fell off. Yeah. The skateboarding thing totally caught me off guard too. I didn't know you didn't so. know that. Yeah, no, yeah. no. it was, it, yeah, it was a, it was a moment of life. Yeah. My mom hated it, by the way. Yeah. But I was able to go into like any skate shop. I had a black card, so I broke my deck or anything like that. I could go in and get everything for free. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm was, over here. It was like the only perk I had. I was, was literally just looking at longboards yesterday. Now, say I never did that. That's a California town. Uh, well, That's a California town. You town-y. know, like, my knees and stuff are jacked up. So doing, yeah. like, ollies That's and, like and shit like that. Fran, and and also being 300-plus pounds makes it a little hard. So well, uh, I thought, uh, you know, just get the get the longboard and, and just yeah. fly around. Especially, like, when I park in my garage and i got to go to my office. Well, like, living in Michigan, the longboard doesn't have as much respect. No, they, not Because they came all. out around, like, San Fran. Because everything is so fucking... You, know I mean? you can just oh, yeah. fucking roll it. Yep. Which to me is hilarious because you take a guy. I don't give a fuck if you're 150 or 300. Bro, you start going downhill. Dude, downhill skateboarding is uh, some dude, fucking intense you ready shit. To, when, how are you stopping? Oh, see, I don't even know if we can finish this. No, I'm gonna, I got to show you downhill skateboarding. <laughs> are you kidding me? I would, you can't. How do you stop, dude? You the, just the, power, the power slides they jump? do. Yeah, but this shit is insane. Roll, grandma. Like, what do you do? This Look, stuff is the uh, first right. thing you pull up is a dude. Does seventy? Dude, he's in the fucking fetal position. What is? What is, what is this? Is a commercial? <laughs> oh, hey, if you want one of these, I got someone selling them. I love it. The, love the it. one wheel. The one what? A one wheel? Yeah, Are it's you like a serious? skateboard with the wheel in the middle. There's what? Oh yeah. Does it need a remote? Nope. There's just no way. How do you, you just lean, lean forward and go. Forward. No way. Like a hoverboard, but just a wheel? One wheel, yeah. This is My buddy's got one. He's got, like, a, a few of them he's trying to sell. They're expensive, I want to... I want I would like to ride one. I think they're, like, twelve or 1300 Yeah. Yeah, I'll ride it. Can I rent it? <laughs> I don't know. Can I give him, like, dude, this, can I give him like, 25 bucks and just like hang this, out for this, a minute? This guy's always got these you remember, weird remember things Remember Chris like this? Rock, the old SNL? Yeah. Yeah, what if I just give you like twenty five cents and make a bite of your sandwich? <laughs> he, dude, yeah, so it's saying, crazy. What if I give you like five bucks toys. and I just hit the corner and wants to come back? Like, he, had a, he had an electric skateboard for a while that was nuts. Look at this, dude. This is nuts. Just, dude. And I mean, look at his position. as a skater, as somebody who skateboards, speed wobbles a motherfucker, bro. 
Look at his dude, These trucks have to be so you, tight. Oh, dude. When when you get the speed wobbles, good luck. Yeah. I watch sure. guys, dude. That, and it's and like, look at how speed that is. It's amazing to watch somebody go through it because you're like, wait for it. Wait, and he's it's inevitable. You know it's coming. Oh, dude. Because you. And you literally. You go through a seizure type effect. You think this is crazy? Wait till the car goes by. These guys, these are not closed road. roads. Yeah. He's yeah. on a road. Dude, they go zipping by cars and shit. What country are they in? See, he's doing the power slides yeah. to yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is fucking definitely European. Yeah, this is in Switzerland. America, yeah. For sure. No, they well, do that in I tell you what, though. All jokes aside. They do that in America down Mountain Road. Scenery, California dude, all the time, yeah. I'll fucking blow you for that scenery. Oh, I, that is fucking it is tense, beautiful. dude. Look at that mountain, bro. That's insane, dude. But it's just so crazy how, I mean, I could not imagine at all. Like, when I say longboard, I just want to, like, coast and maybe do, like, some yeah. sleigh hills. Yeah. I don't want none of this shit. No, he's still, I mean, like, they got gloves. Yeah. If, if you see his gloves yeah, on his palms. that's for scraping well, the, the their concrete. their palms are, like, a hard disk, and that's why for biker doing what gloves. he's doing. Yeah. It's them, uh, them biker gloves. The, uh. But they put those discs on him, so that way they can touch. He can put his hand on the cement without yeah. fucking eating up his palm. Yeah, quit it, you lunatic. Like that, right there. Yeah. See? Whoa! Holy right fuck! Right by a car. Oh! My God! Like, come on! You're going around these blind Dude. turns as fast. You don't know if there's a car there. You can. See? Dude, that right there. That right there. That's his Bro, break. You know he's going fucking what? Sixty miles an hour right now? Forty? At least forty. It's gotta be. He's definitely clearing 40 because it's downhill I want to know who's following him a guy in a vehicle it's gotta be one that said no oh he lost his pad yeah that hurt yeah and he doesn't give a fuck he's still going whoa oh 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 because they're gonna show him losing yeah it was so important we're gonna revamp he put his hand on the wall he touched it lost an arm dude that's fucking here we go in three, two, one. Oh, look at this turn, dude! Fuck you. I've done some silly shit in my life. Well, that's like street luge. That yeah. shit's insane I'm, too. Yeah, I'm good, bro. Like, if I, all right, listen. Look, if he falls, done. That's it, dude. dude. He's eating some shit. If he that's walks it, out bro. of it alive, that's it, bro. So, and that's the part to me that's crazy to get the confidence. In your abilities, because you you have to work up to this. You're not just bombing. Well, this there's shit a right moments, away. yeah. But yeah, like, no, no, you definitely earned to get your the penis. confidence. Yeah, no, so you I'm, definitely I'm earned your penis. You established a point yeah, where right? you were like, "Hey, I got a dick. You want to see this? It's nuts." But then there's a moment where you're like, "You're fucking retarded, bro." Yeah. Because if we're friends and you're like, "Hey, record me while I do this shit," I'm like, "Dude, I'm not gonna watch you die." But ironically, the motherfucker is a G. Because look at how smooth. Yeah, I mean. He doesn't he, give a fuck. He knows what he's doing. I mean, those trucks have to be so tight to have no speed wobble like that. It's just crazy. <laughs> Can you decipher it? <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Yeah, I know. It's a, you know how many interviews I've done? It's hilarious when you do them. Because you always have the one person that writes everything. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what are you doing? The silent party. Yeah, you're like, hey, hang on a second. All right, that was all no, I wanted to I can't, uh, <laughs> No, I can't decipher that, dude. Because that, right there, that, that. Yeah, that's fuck, how Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I mean, to be able to slide like that, Bro, I know the wheels are different. Fuck. But still. You. No. And then he's like, hey, like, what's how up? how fast you got to be going to power slide yeah. that long? Yeah. 
that's nuts. Yeah, you want a number seven from Taco Bell? I'll meet you back. Yeah. No, that's, fuck you. Like, that nuts. didn't just happen? I'm not following you. I'm not going to record your death. <laughs> right? Well, and what are Dude, they you're in? one fucking... Dude, listen to me. You're one, like, large rock away from getting... Yo, you know how many times... Uh, dude... You know and how then you many times a pebble fucking has fucking rail? sent me flying? Dude, if you fell over no. that rail, bro, it's like 800 fucking feet. So, Dude, I literally recorded watching you fly as a <laughs> bird not. with no feathers because you're not going to make it. I uh, And I'm just going to go, Jason. This this one time <laughs> when I lived in Chicago, so I went to school in Chicago for a little bit, and I would skateboard everywhere. Yeah. And where I lived was uh, right next to a bridge over the freeway. Yeah. And right where the bridge met with the regular road was like this large metal, almost like coupling. So it was just, just this metal strip all the way across, like where yeah. the two things met. And I was riding, and I ollied over it, and my back wheel <laughs> caught like right at the lip of it and it sent me flying and I did the thing where like where you're running yeah. and you're you're but you're trying to get your balance back and you're just trying to save it and I'm fucking running dude and my face feels like it's right here against by the ground and I'm just trying to get my my I'm just trying to save myself and I finally like I know I just can't so I just gave in and I rolled I tucked in and I rolled and I popped yeah. up and the semi truck was parked on the side of the street and the guy gets out and starts clapping and he's like, dude, that was awesome. Do that again. No. What? You know, I don't want to do it again. I, I swear <laughs> I ran the distance from this wall to that wall. Right. Trying not to fall and just finally fell because I knew I was never going to be able to, to stand up. And I just mm -hmm. bailed. I did that. It, it sucks. I did that going in the house up a couple steps and I nailed my boob on the corner of the table. <laughs> and I laid out on the floor. I've never had my boob get hit and lay it me sucked. out. And then the kids run over and they're like, Ma. Can I get some strawberries? Yeah. I'm like, really? That's what kids do. I'm like, I'm dead. Yeah. You want strawberries? <laughs> get out of my face. Well, I don't have boobs. Get out of my face. All right. Now we can end. <laughs> now we can end. That's how you want to end this? Yeah. Hey, yeah. On, a, on a laugh. Yeah. And boobs. Yeah. I got no boobs. It's a fitting end, right? I have boobs. But again, Jeremy, Jelly Fields. Yes, sir. Thanks for yes, coming sir. on. And your lovely sir. guest. Sir. Writer in the background. I appreciate I, I, it. I appreciate it, my friend. And everyone that listens, thanks for listening to another episode yes, of The Get Up. Thanks for listening to The Get Up. Make sure to check out thegetupshow.com for more information on this episode's guests. While you're there, check out other episodes, leave a comment, or if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, shoot an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Get Up Show and subscribe to the GetUp YouTube channel. The GetUp is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts.